What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the BTR podcast. Before we get started, please like, comment, and subscribe, and help us get to 200 subscribers. We're getting closer and closer. Make sure you guys also follow our socials: Instagram, TikTok, um, Twitter. All updates there. Posts, our rankings. We're bringing back the challenges, clips. Everything is gonna be on there as well. YouTube Shorts. Yeah, and then check out the audio as well. Download it there. Yeah, Brussels, make sure you guys subscribe as well. Don't just listen to it and give us five stars. We want a subscription as well <laughs> on YouTube. Yeah, exactly. But, yeah. but we have a lot of stuff. To yeah, talk about. so let's, uh, We're just, let's not waste any time. Yeah, let's get right into it. We got stuff, all five major sports that we talk about, uh, or we have stuff to talk about it. I think we have to start with the biggest news um, Major League Baseball. It's officially ended today. It's Wednesday. 10.30 p.m. It's very late. I'm on a sugar high right now from the Halloween candies. So, World Series ended. Um, I think, was it was it Tuesday when, or Monday we had the sports equinox where all five, all five major yeah. league, um, North American leagues were playing, right? Yeah. MLB, NFL, NHL, NBA, and the MLS. It was yeah. all going on once. So, you're on a sugar high. I'm on the verge of getting sick. But let's get it started. Game five was close until it wasn't. Yeah, so... Nathan Ivaldi versus Zach Gallen. And what a Pitchers matchup. duel. This is why I hate pitchers win loss records because Zach Gallen doesn't deserve a loss there. And obviously, as Jays fans, we know about Kevin Gosman with that. But um, it was like he gave up one run, I think. Yeah, he was one or yeah, no he hitter into the seventh. seventh top and of the allows seventh. A, allows a run. And then uh, gets uh, yanked. Kevin Kinko comes in, does his job. Then uh, he chokes. And then Paul Seawall chokes. Kevin Ginkle gave up. No, it was Paul Seawald. No? Paul Seawald oh. gave up all four. Oh, okay, never mind. <laughs> it was all Paul Seawald. Okay, so if you guys are wondering, I know a lot of you guys are casual baseball fans here because uh, we could tell by record, <laughs> by not lowest atten- uh, ratings and stuff like that. In game one, which yeah. we'll get into in a second because I have some thoughts on that. But um, I was right, you were wrong, but I was wrong on the number of games, and so were technically you. Uh, Rangers in five was the f- final. Um, series you had obviously D-backs in 7 I had Rangers in 6 one thing about this one though Rangers were undefeated on the road all postseason long and that's where I thought it would go 7 because Rangers only have 3 away games whereas Astro I mean and they have 4 home games but they won game 1 obviously and then the best game of the playoffs probably they they only won 1 home game this whole thing was the game 1 no, uh, oh, sorry, two, two, two. The one in Baltimore. Baltimore. Against Baltimore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah, um, Corey Seager, World Series MVP. Uh, Adolis Garcia, unfortunately, got hurt in game four. No, three, because he missed game four. So, game three, Adolis Garcia and Max Scherzer both got hurt uh, with tightness in whatever body parts they got hurt in. Um, I think Scherzer's were like... A, bl- a back and I think Garcia might be like a little bleak or something and but the, I don't know the reason why but I thought they were guess. gonna win was Corey Seager the, uh, uh, and the re- and Bruce Bochy was my biggest Bruce one Bochy and Simeon yeah Simeon too but I'm just saying like, at least the guys well. that have been there done that I feel like those guys were gonna be enough to carry and Simeon and, and Seager and Simeon's a vet too Simeon and Seager shout out Marcus Simeon I miss you yeah, I wish exactly. we could have somehow kept you <laughs> <laughs> but yeah Simeon and Seager we were asking them to uh, pick it up and uh, exactly what they did. Game one onwards, especially Seager, who was the MVP of the World Series. And uh, yeah, when Garcia went down, I was like, okay, it, it didn't matter to me because Seager's going to win him this World Series. And Seager did that. 
and as well as their pitching. Nathan Avaldi, five and zero in the postseason, two and zero in this World Series. Um, their bullpen: Leclerc, Chapman. Stepped Spores. up, right? Like they were um, uh, all three of them. Sh- they were pretty crap in the regular season. Yeah, in but general. at the end of the day, you needed three guys and just somehow get it to them. And uh, the way your starters were playing, Montgomery and uh, Evaldi, and Scherzer was playing well until he got hurt. But as long as you could get it to those three guys, you have a chance of winning. Uh, obviously, Chapman is a little bit on and off, but Spores was really Jacob good. Jacob Degrom, you were very excellent. Yeah, great he signing by the way. Probably. It was a great signing. <laughs> But um, helped them win the World Series. <laughs> obviously, their owners spent and spent wisely, and they brought in a guy who was retired. It um, was genuine. So like, Blue Jays called Dusty Baker, maybe. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. But uh, it was genuinely like, like a MLB rebuild, like a rebuild, like you do in a video game, because there were a hundred loss, then they break five hundred million for Simeon and Seager, get their batters next year, spent a lot of money on Evaldi and uh, the Grom and, and trade. And Heaney. Heaney for, yeah, as well. And trade for Scherzer, get all the pitching done. Yeah. And then, yeah, World Series. And bring in the World Series manager. And bring in the World Series manager, yeah. And Winning then, manager, yeah. So, um, it was a uh, genuine rebuild, like a video game rebuild. That's what they did, and it worked out perfectly fine. It's times like this where we started the podcast dirt before the MLB season started because I want my credit about the Texas Rangers. Yeah, I give it to you. Because I said... That they would fin okay now I'm gonna you say, didn't say World Series though I didn't say no okay in the beginning of the year no yeah that's I, I said yeah. that I didn't think they were gonna win it either I thought the NL one of the NL top NL teams would have won it but I was saying beginning of the year because when I was looking at all projections from experts or analysts pundits whatever none of them had Texas like top they had them fighting for third and fourth between the Angels and Texas obviously right everybody thought Mariners were a lock I thought Houston was a lock at one. The fact that Texas made even exceeded my expectations was for most of the year was insane because then they flipped it, literally flipped the whole way, and essentially you could that Houston series was a the whole year I guess you could describe for the Texans, sorry Texans, uh, Texas Rangers. But no, like I said, I I said this from the beginning that this team is going to be solid. They will finish ahead of the Mariners. Yes. Around their win total is what I projected, and that's what they ended up doing anyways, and they ended up finishing second, but yeah, I want my credit for Yeah, that. I'll give you credit. <laughs> um, did you? Did you? You didn't have yeah, them this that side, was did our you? preseason. Did you have them third? I had them third. I had them at the so Angels. So you had them at the Angels? Yeah. I was hoping, like, I that division was tough, and then it ended up being shit. <laughs> that's what it was. Like, no one lived up um, to anything in that. Yeah, uh, but, like, that's what made it, like, no, like competitive. Compa- <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, like, I, like AL East was competitive throughout the whole year. This one, the Angels fell apart pretty quick, too. Um, but it was a between three teams at the end of the day. Like the yeah, three teams no, expected. I expected the Angels like you, to put up a fight too. No, I, I expected, did. No, I said I did. I expected that, so Angels, I was wrong I expected, on that. I expected a Mike Trout injury or an Otani injury, which exactly what happened, and they're going to fall apart, which is exactly what happened. But yeah, the, it was just those between those three teams, and it, it was till the end. But yeah, I'll give you credit for that. Uh, my prediction was the Phillies. Yours was like the Rangers, but not for World Series. I Rangers had, being good. No, I had Rangers. I had Padres, and I probably had like I don't know. I didn't really pick up an AL team honestly. It probably would have been like one, probably the Yanks. I don't even know honestly. Yeah, uh, but at the end of the day, the Texas Rangers beat the Arizona Diamondbacks, and we'll talk a little bit Diamondbacks here. For me, listen. If for me, yeah, I would go out of starting pitcher just because that game four was brutal Blake Snell I mean, we're not gonna do our uh, offseason sh- stuff because right I now. personally believe you need to have four pitchers no no for sure like we'll do our offseason like you don't need you don't need five you need four 
and uh, it lacked for them yeah. that game for sure. Um, but at the end of the day, you gotta you gotta score runs, right? <laughs> like it, it Gallon needed help. For a lot of the Gallon teams. can't score runs for you. That was a theme for a lot of the teams. Like they yeah. followed the Blue Jays path for some reason. Exactly. But, um, very quickly though, the off season stuff with baseball. We already know the biggest stories in Yotani. We're not gonna go over anything in the off season right now, except maybe address the slight thing that you said about the Diamondbacks. But um, it's not like it's free. It's not like July first for NBA and NHL and even NFL in March. MLB where it happens pretty quick. MLB spreads it spreads out it way out, too yeah. much. Like George Springer, for example, with the Jays signed in January. Yeah. Right. So, um, ex- through sporadically we will. But yeah, so for right now, we're not going to go over what the big names are. We'll do that maybe. Hopefully it dies down a little bit, but I doubt anything will die down. Um, but we'll bring it up slightly. We do have an MLB guest coming up soon, uh, confirmed. Um, we will we'll find out who it is that day. So just keep an eye out on that. But back, yeah, Diamondbacks. Yeah, back to this. Um, get a veteran power hitter still. I yeah, think. 100%. You could add uh, that. Because I think Griel's a free agent. I'm not 100% sure. And by the way, Blue Jays, I'm still saying it. Screw you. That trade was bad. Yeah. It was... I like, I like the fact you got Varsho. I hate the fact that you gave up Moreno. That's it. Simple as that. Exactly. But uh, back... Yeah. Diamondbacks, yeah, I agree with the pitcher. Corbin Carroll is going to only be better than this. That was a rookie year. Um, Kettle Marte. Alec Thomas. <laughs> Kettle should be Marte. Better than, Alec Thomas, a rookie, should be better than this. Um, uh, At least he's, he's in the gold glove conversation. Yeah. Though, like, unfortunately, today, have, and today he had a massive error. Yeah, he had a massive error, but... Yeah, Corbin Carroll, rookie year, and he made the World Series. Gabby Moreno, first full year in the majors. He even like had a great, great regular season. Yeah, but his playoff run wasn't. Yeah, he had some good, big, big home runs. And uh, Tommy Pham, good acquisition. You have your closer for the next couple of years in Paul Seawald, right? So Kevin Ginkle is a good bullpen guy, but I would, I would strictly main focus for me is add like probably two relievers and a starting pitcher. And that they could be back here again. Go get Otani, even though he can't pitch for you. But go get Otani, and that that'll be the, that'll be the power bat <laughs> yeah, you he's want. In the, Otani's still gonna be in the West Coast. <laughs> that'll but be no. your power bat you want, yeah, exactly. Yeah, but um, yeah, no Diamondback shout out. Um, expect a tearless video coming soon, right? Um, for MLB because obviously we do it after the end or midway points of each season. So NFL as well, mid-season point. But um, MLB, like honestly, we're gonna just spoil it right now. They're probably an S-tier team. It doesn't matter. I don't care if they lost in the final. Uh, the Diamondbacks. Yeah. I mean, your yeah, expectations. Yeah. yeah they like, we're taking back into expectations and what they did, and uh, yeah, definitely A and S is. But you can, you have a chance to be the next Phillies. You have a chance to be the next Bengals. But the difference is, this is baseball. You have the Padres and the Giants in your division, who were probably gonna get better. And you'll probably have other teams like the Reds on your heels. Well, Giants are question mark. Padres should be, yes. And the Reds on your heels. And well, in terms of wild card. card right? Cubs, Cubs and the Dodgers are definitely probably getting Otani most likely. So Who knows? <laughs> that, that's the favorite spot. But yeah, so. and then moving on to the flip side, Rangers. Rangers had their guys locked off for a bit. Technically, they're going to get reinforcements. We don't, Obviously, DeGrom's never healthy. Probably going to get injured again. <laughs> Might get injured again. But like, the fact that you could have DeGrom, Scherzer, Montgomery, and Evaldi. As your starting rotation next year, when Montgomery uh, free agent or no? I don't know if he's a free agent, but like, say say everything they bring back everyone, and you're adding in Degrom and Scherzer. From the beginning, that's your starting, that's your pitching rotation. Yeah, I know they're set. Like they're and they're honestly you can throw set. in a Dane Dunning or Andrew Heaney, whoever your fifth guy wants to be. But yeah, for for Rangers, I would add bullpen just because why not? But like batting wise, Evan Carter rookie, he's uh, Josh Jung rookie. 
and then you have the mix of vets with Seager and Simeon, who Seager has we, done it before. Um, now Adoles Garcia, yeah. <laughs> so like they're set batting wise. For me, it just like probably add some bullpen guys. But yeah. at the end of the day, my question probably I'm gonna ask is uh probably like for both teams. Do you believe the Diamondbacks will be back next year? I'm not saying World Series, but at least playoffs. Like I'm, if I'm booking them for a playoff spot for sure next year. Yeah, because no. like how I booked Phillies for like uh. After, well, you did that after Trey Turner. Yeah, exactly that too. So I have to wait to see what they do. So yeah, no, if you're like saying if me, you're, if you're telling me right now, no, no. So you think they could miss out? Because they could do what the Mariners did. That's true. From but, last year. But what about the Rangers? Yes. Yeah, Rangers. I'm 100. percent Rangers. I'm confident they should. Yeah. Depending on who else is who's they're missing on free agency, like you said, Montgomery's a big loss then. But how you replace them? Um. But other than that, I think the Rangers should be back. I yeah, think they, they should. They, should, they, ha- up, they like, should be division winners. Uh, but Arizona, I'm not going to be confident. Arizona's uh, 50-50. Rangers. Because it is one of those years. Now they could, they could, they could either be the Mariners or they could be the Orioles. Let's see which one you pick. That's exactly true. Yeah. Simply yeah. as that. Like which one do you? Like which if, way do if you end this up Diamondbacks turn into the Orioles, then they're going to be a scary team for the next. I don't know what their farm system years. looks like because the Orioles are going to get scarier for sure, and the Red Sox eventually on that side. But yeah. Um. Last thing though. It's the same question I asked you before this uh, when we previewed it. Previewed it. The ratings, watching it. Now, we don't care. We enjoy this. Right? Game one, we were at our mom, uh, mama's house before Jeevan went to the World Cup uh, or training camp for the World Cup in Indonesia, which we'll talk about later. Might bring on Peter Galindo again. Keep an eye on that. Um, but, um, but, you know, they had the Canucks game on, obviously, because we're the only baseball fans. Shout out, by the way, another potential guest we might be bringing on wants us to talk baseball. Now, and this is like a guest, like Pardeep, not like an analyst either. So, yeah, like this is <laughs> see the point where like, you guys are the only uh, Punjabi guys we know that love, um, that love baseball. baseball. So, but yeah, viewership was, yeah, like, sorry, let me finish. We yeah. were, um, we were watching it on your phone, like right beside yeah. us, and we screamed when Adolis Garcia essentially we're like, oh, went shit, nuts, yeah. right? Because we put it on after Seager, yeah, yeah. right? So, but yeah, um, yeah, go ahead. Yeah, so viewership was lowest. Was it lower? I think it was lower than the COVID year. Yeah, it might be. Yeah, so the COVID year, obviously, understandable. But this one, I guess, I don't know if it was the Texas, Arizona. It is, 100%. Houston. It has to be. They were right. anticipating Houston and Philly who are this close. Uh, uh, Texas, even Philly. Texas and Philly, Philly, right? Yeah, exactly. But To that, I still say bullshit because I think, yeah, it's a lower viewership and it doesn't help when you have NFL on. It's still going to be king. You have NBA on. We, I just finished watching the Laker Clipper game, which That's is That's why we're starting so late. Yeah. Um, but the they, game won. they won't know that. The <laughs> they, but, but, now you know, but they wouldn't have known that. Yeah, but that's why. I mean, I did say the time. But the game was insane. The game was insane. So the people are going to watch that. Canadians are going to watch NHL for the most part. By the way, shout out uh, McAfee. Got Gary Bettman on the show. Um, and then internationally, soccer. So no one's really going to watch baseball. And unfortunately, it's one of two other teams that you did not expect, right? Everybody probably wanted a Yankees, Dodgers final, whatever the case may be. But I thought I think it would have been worse if it was not Arizona, but it was like Milwaukee, because at least Arizona had the underdog story. Because and now it doesn't help except for Game One, and I guess today, um, the games were not close. Games one, games three, and games five were close. And the game yesterday was ten nothing. Like I, so people obviously know by now. I yeah, I turned it, I turned the ten nothing game off. Like I just like yeah, okay. and I don't come get home till like six thirty, and the game started at five. Yeah. By the time I got home, I'm like, all right, I'm just gonna put the Canucks game on. Exactly, but yeah. So I, gu- I guess it's just like 
the fact it's not even like if it was like mid NBA season, mid NHL season, then the viewership should be higher. But the fact that NBA and NHL just started, everyone's be like excited for that. So obviously at the beginning, the focus will be on that. Yeah. And like you said, NFL is king. So if any games are on Monday, I mean, not this past Monday, just because Lions and Raiders, but yeah. like if there's any games like, you know, I still think people tune into that game more. <laughs> probably did. Yeah. yeah, but exactly. It's like NFL is king. People are gonna watch NFL. More. I personally watch NFL more as well. Yeah, so. to be honest with you, I was I did have the ending of that OKC game because it was on TSN um, against New Orleans, and then I'm like, oh shit, I should switch back because it was like it was that game at that point it was a one zero game too, right? So um, hopefully with the new rules, it helps to bring the it casual fan more. It helped us. No more, like more. yeah. But I'm I mean, it, even it us, us. Like, we still tuned into the World Series last year and the year before, it. so us don't matter as we, much. No, but I'm saying like general, like. I watched more baseball. Wait, we're bad examples because we still tuned yeah. in to watch four hours. Yeah, but I'm just games. saying I watched more. Jeevan's baseball brother, games. for example, did not care about baseball until this rule came in. That's true. Yeah. So that's my point here, right? Um, but I'm saying hopefully it, the rules it help. help. <laughs> it hopefully us. the rules help. Hopefully you uh, the mad like people realize how good Corbin Carroll actually is, and he could be a superstar. Could be. I'm not saying he is. Could be a superstar in this league. Texas is going to be solid for the next few years, so make sure you guys tune into that. But yeah, it sucks, and I, I'm not going to argue against it. I would argue against people saying, oh yeah, it's because it's Arizona and ta- uh, Texas ain't watching. That, I say it's bullshit. They, one, it's an underdog story, and unfortunately, the underdog story it's, ended up in five, which was which scares me, which is why I don't prefer an it, underdog it, story. It, it's exactly similar to the... World Cup pa- final. No, not even that. The Panthers and... Uh, Heat. Panthers and Heat, right? Panthers, Vegas dominated the Panthers. In the final. In the final, and... Uh, Denver dominated Denver the Heat. dominated Heat. Apart so that's, from, like, an, that's the unfortunate part of the thing, but you still want to live by it, right? Because you'll still have that Cincy, even though they lost moment, or the Washington National moment. But yeah, but that's the World Series. Texas wins the first one. First one. They were so close. Had solid teams in the past. So close. Too bad this guy down there where Joe Albert sitting. Pujols, but the you know his, uh, what I found out today? Big guy was David Freeze, but yeah. I, don't, I think his first name is not even Albert. Well, it's probably like... It's like, I think it was Jose or something. I was about to say, I was about to say Juan, but that would be considered racist. <laughs> <laughs> he still said it. Huh? Hey, I didn't say it. I didn't, like, I didn't say it. Because I was doing like sporkle quizzes at work. And Jose uh, Albert Pujols? Jose Alberto Pujols Alcantara. Alcantara. <laughs> <laughs> hey, these names are wild, right? Yeah, no, a lot of the names I looked at, I'm like, like I don't five, know any of these six names. names long. <laughs> yeah. But, um, yeah, so MLB season, as of Wednesday, has officially concluded. Off season should be starting soon. Uh, Shohei Otani watch begins. We'll talk about that more in the next one, next week or so. <laughs> when it happens. When it Or when it happens. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so congratulations, Texas Rangers. Um, Shout out Diamondbacks. And, uh, and let's see. Screw you, Blue Jays, because you disappointed me once again. Yeah. This time and was more so than last year. <laughs> For yeah. sure. But yeah, moving on. And uh, yeah. Two, days, two days ago. So, hey, what time is it? Tim? I better expect tra- breaking news because Monday night, breaking news. and uh, Or sorry, Tuesday night. No, Monday night, breaking news. 24 hours later, we d- did a pod. We, we were going to sit down and do a sit down, but we were so tired and we had to set all this stuff up. And then Tuesday night, which we'll get into later, is we got more breaking news around 10 o'clock at night, 11 o'clock at night. Schefter and Woj have been working late. Like That's your hint about the sport. But we're going to talk about NBA because it's probably going to be the biggest trade of the year. Yeah, for so now. two days ago, James Harden happened. Three days ago from when you guys are watching. Yeah, James Harden happened. Obviously, we're 
late onto the scene. And I believe the trade officially got through today. Um, but yeah, James Harden is out of Philly. And he and him and PJ Tucker. The Clippers got him and PJ Tucker. Let me pull up the full <laughs> trade. Yeah. And then obviously, the only return, I think it was a first round pick, Robert Covington. Um, who was the other guy? I forgot the other guy's name. He got traded. Robert Covington? No, sorry. The third guy on the the, the, uh, the Clippers got. They flipped him. Yeah, yeah. The, he had like a European name. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so it was Peter Tucker, James Harden, essentially for Robert Covington, a first round pick. And I think uh, there was one more guy, Marcus Morris. That's what it was as well. Essentially, that's what so the Marcus was. So Marcus Morris, remember, he was supposed to be in the original Kristaps Porzingis trade. Yeah. Um, that fell through. He was the one, I don't know where he was going to go, but he was going to go somewhere. Um, uh, trying to find the trade here. But yeah, quick thoughts. James Harden, for me, the fit, it will only work if he's going to accept that he is a third slash fourth option on that team. Because Westbrook's been good for the Clippers, so it's going to be between him and Harden for being the third slash fourth option. So quickly finish off the trade when I finish my point. And uh, hopefully I don't forget it because this always fucking happens. <laughs> Mom. <laughs> uh, 76ers agreed to trade the 10-time All-Star with PJ Tucker and Filip Petrusev, who got flipped, to the LA Clippers for Marcus Morris Sr., Nicholas Batum, Robert Covington, Kenyon Martin Jr., who they acquired earlier from Houston, a 2028 unprotected first-round pick, two t- second-round picks in 2024 and 2029, and a pick swap in 2029. Both teams announced Wednesday. The Oklahoma City Thunder are also part of the trade, sending a protected 2026 first-round pick to the Sixers in exchange for a 2027 first-round pick swap with the Clippers. Yeah, so and the Sixers have waived Danny Green to make the roster spot. So well. that's the trade. Everyone probably knows it if you're an NBA fan. But yeah, my point for the fit between Harden and Clippers, it's going to come down to a point where like Harden's got to be that playmaker and not cannot be a scorer. Because at the end of the day, James Harden shouldn't be taking the shots away from Paul George and Kawhi Leonard. Right? And I'm sure you 100% agree with that as well. Oh, after watching the Lakers game today? Yeah, 100%. Uh, 100%. Well, Paul, Kawhi Leonard in general, I'm talking about Paul George more so. As well. I have Paul George but, ranked higher than Harden. Yeah, um, Harden just find a way for me. Just find a way to facilitate this offense, play mate, which, which he's really good at, and, and he, that that's never dropped for him. And then obviously, the odd game you go off, you go off. Take it, you know. We applaud you for that. But recently, you know, the last couple of years, your shooting percentages have not been great. So first things first, because you're not the same scorer as you once were in Houston. Whoever is disgruntled star in any sport, call James Harden because he gets whatever he wants. That's number one. <laughs> Literally, he went from Houston to Nets to Sixers to Clippers, all places he wanted to be. Next year, he probably wants to go to the Spurs, I guess. I don't know. But uh, that's number one. James Harden has no excuses now whatsoever. Um, after watching that Clipper game, and we'll get into the who's how much higher they move up in the rankings now in a second. Uh, like you said, I agree with everything. Facilitating is probably his main thing, which he did, and he was that was his more so role um, in Philly for a little bit, and in Brooklyn, well, because he was in, yeah. When uh, the day, the time he got traded, he was lo- kind of he a, was more point guard. Kyrie admitted that he yeah, was a point guard, and he that. was in MVP conversations, yeah, until he got hurt. And that's the other thing. You're, you're now you're also an injury prone guy, joining two elite injury prone guys. Um, and I'm not gonna judge anything based on injuries. Rest is a whole different argument. That's a whole different case. But um, when it comes to the fit, it's gonna it should work, right? 
if if you accept the lineup, if you accept if you accept it, because yeah. clearly you haven't accepted stuff. I don't think I think the Philly stuff was more behind the scenes personal than it was on the court with Joel Embiid. At least I think. Um, we also have to talk about the Sixers side of things here as well. But to complete the Clippers side, so I'm assuming their lineup to start is gonna be the oh for another thing you add PJ Tucker. And That's you end well, up yeah. keeping Terrence Mann and Norman Powell. Exactly. And you <laughs> got rid of Marcus Morris who wanted to leave anyways. Exactly. Like And Robert Covington who's back to the Sixers and does, moves around. They have trades. they have scoring, they have playmaking, they have defense, they have depth, they have the coaching. They have options they have that depth. They have everything. They um, generally have like whatever you want for a well rounded NBA team, they have that. Batum posted a picture Except the, for injuries. Batum posted a picture of the Clippers six hours before or something and then got traded. But yeah. <laughs> um Lineups probably like I'm assuming it's Russell Westbrook, James Harden, uh, Kawhi, PG or PG like whatever you know three four there, and then Zubac to start. But I feel like Peter Tucker will fill that role, or Norman Powell will come in and fill that role, or Terrence Mann will. But come to in. start, it should be um, Zubac because someone's got to do a jump ball. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, Houston Rockets didn't care back then. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, the other thing though is like if Westbrook's not on shit and he's you know doing whatever he can to ruin the game where he's not shooting well, Harden goes to the point. You could adjust, right? So like the options are there. Um, and then yeah, their closing lineup, like I said, is probably PJ Tucker or whoever. Like today, um, they didn't have him, but they went small because Zubac is gonna be picked on a pick and roll exactly. situation. But like, you know how like deep the Clippers are and stuff. Other than Kawhi Leonard and Paul George, you could genuinely just bench someone who's not playing good. That plus, if you exactly. want to rest a quote unquote guy, like today yeah. was Harden. Uh, now let's just say they all play. And Paul George got fouled out today. Yeah, and who was killing? And then you have a guy who could step up, right? Exactly. Um I've lost my three. Oh, but the one weakness right now for them, outside of injuries, is the lack of size now. Because they lost Muck, they lost Batum, they lost Covington, right? So they did lose a little bit of size. Now obviously Kawhi Leonard is an all-world defender. Paul George is also up there in defending, and he could play make himself for a big guy uh, from 6'10. So now, the question before you go to the Philly side of things, and slightly OKC, because I have a... OKC, I'm going to very quickly say this right now. Please go get someone. Joel Embiid is waiting. Something. You have picks. Use it. It's probably more likely in the offseason, though. <laughs> Not in season, but if you can, do it. Exactly. Right? We'll see. We'll we've, see. Seen, we've seen Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving get traded mid-season. Anything could happen now. I don't exactly. care what anybody says. Exactly. <laughs> but um, back to Clippers. Your final question. For the Clippers. For the Clippers side, yeah. Where do you rank them now? Because you had Suns, Nuggets, Lakers in the West. Yeah, And Sun. the Clippers, you had there right under the Lakers, I think. Suns, Nuggets, Lakers, like top three. Like, I'll probably put them in every order. Low-key, right now, I'll probably have Nuggets at one. Clippers are the fourth team still, just because I do have to take injuries into account. Just okay. because it is that team, bro. Like I get that. But I, like, let's, go, let's, any, let's go strictly on paper on Yeah, Charlotte. no, no. For any other team, right? Well, you can say the same thing about the Lakers. Exactly. No, no. But Yeah, but like... That's more AD. Like LeBron still is on the court more than AD. And when LeBron the last are, couple of years have been but the same. <laughs> when when LeBron's on the court, when one of them on the court, I still have faith in them. But with the Clippers, like, you know, I genuinely see this team just get decimated by injuries. Like you just cannot like not consider it. Here's the thing, if Kawhi gets hurt, I'm then I'm keeping him at four. If Kawhi doesn't get hurt, and if it's Paul George, I would still have faith but, in the Clippers. Yeah, I say this every year. Like if injuries weren't a thing, Clippers are my number one team. Like okay. Clippers are my number one team every year if injuries did not exist. I'm changing my finals prediction. Okay. It's Suns Clippers. Sorry, Clippers uh, Bucks. Okay. Now, unless the Raptors somehow 
<laughs> beat the Bucks today. So the Raptors knows. beat the Bucks. Yeah. But uh, <laughs> we might be back. But it's it's, uh, it's Bucks Clippers, and the main reason is like I said, I'm I'm again I'm not I'm the type of guy that has to see an injury happen happen. I understand injuries happen, and they're an injury prone team, but you can't always assume something will go down. Right? Those injuries weren't like oh I have a knee soreness. I'm gonna wait in the I'm not gonna play in the finals. Right? They're like they were torn stuff. Like Paul George got hurt in the last second last game of the year. Right, he tore something when he went for a dunk. But at the end of the day, like, but like my my point for is, for a team like that, it just becomes expected. No, right? I get it, for I player, get that. But I'm gonna stick with the like everybody's healthy because everybody is healthy. They're playing back to back games. Now maybe that will cause them to get also, maybe that will cause them to get. It's also two weeks into the season. Maybe <laughs> though, well. that will cause them to it's get also injuries. Two weeks maybe that season. will get cause them to get injuries because because it's two weeks into the season. Yeah, because their body load or whatever. But no, I'm I'm going with the uh, Clippers because. With the Suns, again, we haven't seen Beal play yet. And defensively, Pardeep made a great point. I don't care about the point guard part. I think Booker is good enough to do that. But I need to see, one, all three of them on the court together. And same thing with Harden. Um, two, is which Harden are we going to get? Are we going to get playmaking Harden? Which I believe so. Or are we going to get give Harden the ball, iso, iso, dribble, dribble, foul, bait, shot, whatever. Which is going to be Boring costly. Harden. Costly. But it's not boring Harden. It's just... Uh, annoying Harden. <laughs> it's, it's not the same Harden. Yeah. Right? That's um, what I'll say it was. Because yeah. Harden was that guy. Like... Everyone knows that Harden was that guy. Obviously, when he was winning scoring title after scoring title. But he ain't that guy anymore. I'm so he has to accept that playmaking role. I'm dropping the Lakers below the Clippers because Darvin Ham's kind of annoying me. Now, today is a different story. I love the way we played today. But again, that team is going to add Harden and a more productive P.J. Tucker. Yeah. So so that's the Clippers side. We Are you still keeping yours? Yeah, I'm still going to keep mine as a... Nuggets aren't going to stay my one. Now, that being said, before but, we move on to the uh, uh, East here. But let me finish my, like, the Nuggets are going to be my one. Then the other three could, like, So you're switching Nuggets? You're putting Nuggets in the final now? No, I'm not putting them in the final, but I'm saying, like. I'm talking about finals. Yeah, but if I'm, like, ranking, I don't know. But Buxton just. Well, I'm ranking not based on regular season. I'm I know, but I'm saying, so far, overall. what I've seen, I'm putting the Nuggets at one. Yeah. Um. So. On the West. Uh, Clippers were already contenders before this just elevates them in contendership, right? Yeah, like assuming on paper yeah, they're like, healthy. Let's uh, assume they're healthy. It, Harden's gonna elevate you. Like okay, Harden's gonna so elevate any team. Warriors are still your contenders after what you've seen so far. Warriors are still in there, bro. Everyone's in Steph, there. Steph, every, every, everyone. You're putting like the Mavericks and Timberwolves in there. Mavericks are in there. I'm not putting not the, Mavericks the, not in the Timberwolves. <laughs> okay, so Maver- in your eyes, it's the Nuggets, Lakers, Clippers, okay, so yeah, Nuggets, Suns. Nuggets, Lakers, Clippers, Clippers Suns. Suns. Those are four guaranteed. Warriors. Warriors are in the fringe as well. I think they're with, a contender. Uh, like, as long as Steph is playing, they're, they're they'll, they'll be my fifth. Like, if I were to put, like, okay... Out of the West, but yeah. Yeah, and then uh, the Mavericks will be my six. Like, there will be, like, my fringe teams, but I'll give Warriors the edge over the Mavericks. Um, Let me just pull up the standings quickly. But, yeah, let's... So, let's you're, not, you're not, you're not, you're not going to include Sacramento, OKC... No, no. Pelicans? No. Memphis with Jaw? No. Okay, so you have five contenders out of the West. Or six contenders. Six. So you have five contenders, and then Dallas, it just depends on and what Dallas, position they're doing. Da- yeah, Dallas is just like You won't be surprised if they make the final. No, I okay. will not be surprised uh, uh, Any other team in the West, you would be surprised to make the final. Yeah, those are six. I'll be like, okay, you know, I genuinely see, like, you know, a, a path for you guys. Okay. Like, I could see a world where Dallas is in the final. I could see a world where Warriors are in the final again. Yeah, no, for sure. Yeah. But, yeah, let's East. move uh, move on to the other side first, the Sixers. But before we get that, we both agree the Clippers probably won this trade. Yeah, okay. If you're looking at actual value like of the players, it's the Clippers. Um, obviously, we got to see what happens. Sixers results, obviously got rid of toxicity. Exactly. So that's a win on their own. They, they win, but... To what extent? <laughs> to what extent, exactly. But at the end of the day, like, 
you you got to get rid of them and they found a way to get rid of them you got a first out of it as well if those going to be in the future but robert covington i think could help this team a little bit no i want to say robert covington i was a marcus morris more robert covington has not been the same over the last few years it's more so nicholas batum has been better than robert covington I just feel like all three players could help. They're good. They're yeah. depth pieces. It like kind of good because six. It didn't. reminds me of that Pierre Luc Dubois trade. The what yeah, the Jets exactly, got in return. Yeah. Um. So right now, Tyrese Maxey is probably MIP favorite now. Oh, he's <laughs> that's for it, sure. <laughs> His role just got elevated even further. And the question, couldn't. the biggest question mark for the Sixers is how is he gonna be now, knowing he's the number two guy. He is the number two, and he has to be right. They lost Peter Tucker, but they replaced that with Batum or Covington, depending on how you play. Yeah, three and D. Good. So what? What's their lineup right now? Is Maxi, you watched them play the other day. I didn't watch them play. The Raptors are getting whooped. I don't even. By the score, still up there to shit. They put you last place, but you have two wins. That makes no sense. <laughs> <laughs> but I know I, I gotta check their lineup because, to be honest, I didn't watch much basketball until up until today. Also uh, because I had midterms, so that was a, <laughs> that was okay, the biggest so excuse is there as well. According to this, it's Maxi, Melton, Harris, Tucker, and Bead. So take out Tucker. Let's put Batum in. Um. I mean, I guess you could throw in Pat. Uh, it's probably gonna still be Anthony Melton, or you could throw in Kelly Oubre, or you could throw. It's just, in, but I think. Oh no, Marcus Morris is starting. What am I saying? Marcus Morris is starting. Marcus Morris is 100 percent the power forward. Um, Tobias Harris will be small forward. Tyrese Max is your point guard. So the question mark is: Are you gonna go big and put in like a Batum? Are you gonna I could see that happening. Ba- or are you gonna go De'Anthony Melton, who's I think a big guard or a decent sized guard? Or you go pest mode with Pat Bev, or you go Kelly Oubre? But at the end of the day. Tyus Maxey's role has been elevated. And honestly, I'm excited to see him because, like, <laughs> being that third guy... He's I, a fun guy to watch. He's, he's so, so fun so, to I watch. love the guy. He's so electric. He's so quick. He's so shifty. Could shoot. Could shoot. And, uh, yeah, he is a little bit small, so on the defensive side, he'll have a little yeah. bit of issues. But everything offensively, this guy has. And he has the, the skill set to be that number two guy. The question... He has a skill set, but uh, he isn't the number two guy right now. So if yeah. the fact that you, if you want to make, well, a he is the number two guy because there's no. No, I mean like to win a championship, he isn't the number. Oh two. yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm talking about that context now. He is yeah. the number two guy now for sure. Uh, he's still young, so he could still prove he it. I'm not saying that. Yeah, like he has but, so much time. But the question is, you look, you looked over to the Celtics, Jason Tatum and J- Jalen Brown. Jalen Brown hasn't really elevated himself to win a championship. Yeah, yeah, he, they're good enough to win it. That's a different story. But what this team is. I st- if you want to make Embiid happy, now we don't know how much if Embiid put a stamp on the trade, like you know what, yeah, get rid of the guy. I don't want toxicity and just give me whoever. But are you gonna make moves? Are you gonna flip one of these guys um, and get someone? And they need to. Dumb in the Heat, if they want to step up, there's some players that are gonna be available, aka your squad. Um, one of that's one of the teams. No, that's Siakam. on that's on Masai. That's on whole Masai. That's on Masai as well, right? But uh, Siakam is a perfect fit for the Heat, in my opinion. Knowing how Masai leeches onto our players and never yeah. gets rid of them, so <laughs> we'll see. But no, but yeah, no, not Siakam. even just them. No, the, uh, let me finish. Bulls, they're, they're saying there's a report. I don't know what it was. Chris Mannix saying, um, I think he's from Sports Illustrated, if I'm not mistaken. Just um, saying Zach Levine is probably the next guy to get traded to. Like that's uh, um to the Heat or the Sixers, mainly the Sixers. I'll, yeah, I love. To He's see that. A, he will be an elite too. Hundred percent. To that, elite yeah, defense might be a question mark, but you have Pat Bev for that reason. Then I'm I'm still not putting them in contendership ahead of them, but I still like, okay. But I, tr- I trust Nick Nurse on the defensive side because I, I, I saw I, what he did to the Raptors squad in the 19 and 20. 
as well. Now, Zach Levine, is he better than Harden right now? Questionable because Harden has a playmaking ability. But if you, in this case, the playmaking ability will fall on Maxi. You just want scoring, right? Because Harden wasn't scoring for you, right? He had his odd games. He had his yeah. odd games. But at the end of the day, it mattered when in the playoffs, the games you lost was when Harden wasn't scoring. So my question to you is, if they do get Zach Levine or even DeMar DeRozan, but I would say Zach Levine for the stretch part of things, um, would you be surprised if they make the conference finals over the other two? Or are you dead set that it ha- it's going to be those two teams just, unless Sixers add Zach Levine and Pascal Siakam, for example? They have to add both for me. Yeah. I think I'm just so dead set or on Bucks, OG or Bucks and Celtics because like the fit, the all-around aspect that the, those teams have is way better than the Sixers. And uh, yeah, like if the Sixers manage to pull off Siakam and Levine, they're in the conversation 100%. Um, I'm trying to see who else they could get. Like, Damar. <laughs> I personally believe that, like, if I were to pick, like, like, I would, I'm not saying the Sixers, I would rather have Levine over Damar if I'm the Sixers, but I wouldn't be upset if I have Damar. Uh, but if I'm the Heat, I would want Levine more than Damar. Like, Sixers, I think you could still be, you know, good with Damar. But if I'm the Heat, I want Levine more, personally, just because Jimmy Butler and Lamar kind of, like, yeah, Similar play styles, in my opinion. It's like um, for Demar, it's just like because you're not gonna get the spacing for Embiid, right? That's the thing. But Embiid or Demar, but Demar, and I would but- take uh, Demar, and, Demar and Butler. Are Demar so is the number one on his team. Like he is ahead of. Zach Levine. Yeah, but right. Like, DeMar, but they could switch. Obviously, yeah, Demar and Butler are so similar. So that's yeah. why I'm saying Levine. If I'm the Heat, I'd rather go for Levine. Yo, for sure. He but, need to make a move. I don't care what they say. They're one yeah. and four. They ain't that good. And like you, I would you go can't Levine. Even guarantee them and like, if I were to pick one of them, if I'm the Heat, I'm picking Levine. Like yeah. I'm picking Levine. If I'm Sixers, I don't mind if I get DeRozan. So if, if I won't mind if I get DeRozan, like I could settle for DeRozan if I don't get Levine. So whereas like for the Heat, for me, like it has to be dead set Levine for me personally. Just Buddy Hield is also available, but that I think you that's more of a Heat pit, uh, on the fit than the Sixers. Yeah, yeah. And obviously, I hope the Lakers get him. But um, my question to you is this. Is Levine, is Siakam, is OG, is DeMar, are those guys the only guys that are able to get traded in midseason? Yes. Because, like, I don't see a world where Cleveland, unless they somehow are shitting the bed, trade Donovan Mitchell. No, I don't see anything that happens. Because the, the reason why they will trade him is because he's on his last year. Of his I don't contract. see Mitchell. I don't see Luka. I don't see any of these guys moving, bro. Like, all these big guys. Well, Luka ain't moving. I don't, and see, I don't think Embiid's moving. I don't see Embiid either. They're, they're all, they're, they're all those are, off-season Embiid, moves. Luka will be off-season. Yeah. But right now, Luka's 4-0, and so who knows? Uh, Luka's not moving this year. But, yeah, um, as well. If it's anyone, it's going to be Embiid, but... So, out of this all-star caliber player, I'm not saying I'm getting Pascal Siakam. Well, you're a Raptor fan. You're not expecting them to get moved anyways. Huh? <laughs> but I'm saying, like, if I'm any team that wants to jump into contendership, in the East especially, I'm getting Pascal Siakam. Yeah, no, so East, let's stick with the East. Yeah, because West, there are a lot of contenders. If I am if I want to contend with the top two teams in the East, I'm getting Pascal Siakam. But it depends on the team. If Pascal Siakam is a Heat, I'm, I will elevate them back if they could add Buddy Heald for sure. Like then, I, I could, then I'll put yeah. them back. If Pascal Siakam is going to help the Sixers to put into that conversation, Pascal Siakam is going to help the Heat into a conversation. Pascal Siakam, Hawks, it I, just I, see depends. I see the fit for Hawks, but I don't think Hawks... They're not gonna, contenders. No, they're not, they're not gonna, he's not going to... It all depends though. on Trey Young. Here's yeah. the thing with Pascal Siakam, though. He looks really good at the Raptors because it's built around him, right? Now, this year's... Not really this year. Not this year, but I'm saying the past yeah. years. Pascal Siakam on the Sixers will be fine because who's the coach? 
Nick Nurse. Now I don't know if they have beef or not. Exactly, that's, that's, that's the other <laughs> we don't issue. know if they have beef. Yeah. We don't know if they have like they had issues. That's why it led to some stuff. Because if he goes to the Sixers, he's gonna know Embiid's ahead of him. Yeah, he's 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 done it with Kawhi. Oh, I and, know that, and that's what saying. helped. That's what propelled them into. And I think Pascal's more focused on getting the most money right now. That's why. Yeah, exactly well. that too. But, but like. Yeah, he's a championship, you know. He already has a chip. He's like, now just trying to make the money. But no, I mean, yeah, Pascal will help the Heat more for sure. I think, and that, and then he'll acknowledge it. Like as long as you're bought in, he'll be fine. Which I don't expect that from him. OG could be a guy you could package it something with. Like the Heat could get OG somehow, and Buddy Heal. I'm fine with that too. Yeah, for the heat to like at least I won't. I still want to put. I won't. Can't, just they have to do much more. Both those teams to both, jump. Yeah, there's no. Like, way. I don't think Pascal alone is gonna jump them ahead of them or even put them on the same league. But they could contend. Whereas, like you know, in the playoff series, like right now, I'm assuming if the if it's like a Bucks Heat Celtics Sixers, I'm assuming Bucks and Celtics are sweeping. Right now. Exactly. Yeah. And then and then if you uh, and if, if you had Siakam, it could go to a seven, okay. like a two or a six or a seven. But okay, but like either way, at the end of the day, they have both those teams are the only teams I could see. I guess maybe Cleveland, but uh, oh, maybe I'll give Heat a game just because Jimmy Butler does some stupid shit in the playoffs. Yeah. <laughs> That's the game he goes. He also say. hey, he also gets swept sometimes too, <laughs> like he did with the Bucks, right? But yeah, uh, I'm interested to see what happens because at the end of the day, which we'll get into the NFL because they had a trade deadline. NBA ended up having the biggest trade probably out of them all. <laughs> To start off the thing, exactly. So that's yeah. So that's our thoughts on the trade. Um, we th- I think the Clippers did win the trade on paper, but I think both teams they did a, well. Uh, Harden's the biggest winner. Get that out of the way. Harden's the biggest Harden's winner. The biggest winner. He got Clip- what he wanted, and they're all winners just because Clippers got a guy uh, that's gonna help him propel. Yeah, Harden's a winner just because Harden gets whatever the fuck he wants. Yeah, <laughs> and then Sixers. Just got rid of the toxic toxicity, but I still think the return was not that great. But again, what, uh, if nobody much. is wanting him and you're the only yeah, exactly. team, how much you could you're not you going to get much anyway. And so. you chose to get the first instead of Terrence Mann, which is so hilarious to me how he was untouchable. But exactly, um, he'll be flipped for something else. Watch. Terrence All right, Mann. moving on. Where are we going to go? Sorry, last question. Do you expect the Sixers to make a move still? Hundred percent, and and, heat, and, and, and and the Heat, they have to. They, heat, they have I don't no know, man, because they didn't do shit. <laughs> they have no choice. It depends right, on how the season goes, like, for I'm, sure. But yeah, like they need to. Like it's not even like what I, what I want for them. Like yeah. they genuinely need to. But uh, yeah, let's yeah, move, move on. on. Let's get to some soccer. Quick news. Uh, quick news though. First off, Whitecaps, uh, MLS. That's why I'm um, wearing wrapping it because Sunday. Is a do or die game for the Vancouver Whitecaps. I'm they're trying to get in to the game if it can. If it's they're in the playoffs, um, so their playoffs is a best of three series. It's like how the MLB wild card is. Exactly. So they lost to LAFC, who were the champs last year, and uh, at their home. Was that the one with Bale won it? Yeah, when they oh, beat yeah, okay, they yeah. beat Philadelphia. It Union. felt like a while ago. That's why it did feel like a while ago. But that game was nuts as well. Yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> uh, yeah, so. They're already down 1-0, so it's a must-win game for the Whitecaps. Good news is the game's at home. And the Upper Bowl's open. But Exactly. <laughs> all right, enough of the MLS. <laughs> Moving on. World Cup 2034. Official from Fabrizio Romano tweeting this. World Cup 2034 will be hosted by Saudi Arabia as President Gianni Infantino. Um, football, uh, Gianni Infantino has confirmed. Um, so yeah, so Saudi got it. I think Australia pulled out of the bidding, so that's how they ended I'm up getting it. I'm not surprised at all. <laughs> they were supposed, I was I wasn't surprised they didn't get 2030. I think 2030 went to the one of the European teams. I think it was, I think Spain, it was Portugal. 
European, yeah. I think it was Spain, Portugal, if I'm not mistaken. Wasn't 2030 the one that's going to spread out? Yes. Yeah, like Uruguay is going to have a little bit just because, Um, like... Yeah, so 2034 ended up being Saudi. Um, Australia pulled out the bidding. It's still a while away, but we'll see. Um, I had a score update and it was just Lakers finally beat Clippers. I'm like, why can't it be breaking news? <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, breaking news, Lakers finally beat the Clippers. Exactly. That's our best thing. That's the best we got. Um, Other things for soccer, Carabao Cup. And, uh, uh, we're not going to talk about Man United. We're not talking about United. They're out. I think Arsenal's out as well. Arsenal's out as well. So, so the matchups were, I think West Ham got Liverpool. Chelsea, uh, yeah, Liverpool. Chelsea and Newcastle, I believe. Chelsea are in <laughs> somehow. Chelsea and Newcastle. Hey, this is by, by the way, blessing in disguise from Man United, probably, but that's a whole different story. England, let me we got up. destroyed. <laughs> yeah, we got destroyed. Uh, Chelsea get Newcastle, Liverpool, West Ham, Everton, who's still in Fulham, Port Vale versus Middlesbrough. All right, I feel bad for you guys. Then congratulations on making the semifinals. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, unless somehow it's Everton or Fulham versus one of those two teams. Yeah, that's <laughs> and true. then it's like one of the other guys get the top four. Yeah, yeah. Um, that's the Carabao Cup. Yeah, and then this weekend there's a we're back at it again. Oh, St. Clair's, la, uh, we got the tickets for that game. I'm excited. Going to St. Clair's um, last forgot, game. I forgot about what, uh, you know how we're talking about the goat discussion. I forgot about I forgot to you know how we said she's probably the goat. If only argument is Wayne Gretzky and Sidney Crosby, and no other sport really can come, can kind of come close unless Andre DeGrasse goes nuts or whatever. Yeah, yeah. I forgot about the women's hockey side of things. Haley Wickenheiser, Marie Philippe, Philippe Poulin has an argument too. Exactly, but, yeah. But I would still give it the edge to uh, Sink. Just Sailing a little bias. Yeah. BC girl, but yeah. As oh, well. Sink, yeah. Sinclair, yeah. I thought you said Sid. No, no, no. Sinclair. Well. Yeah, no, he has an argument. He's yeah. in there too. But yeah. uh, anyways, let's get into some NHL. And what a day for the NHL. Before we get into the Ottawa Senators and what happened there, WHL, um, Joel was kind of confused why I wrote that. It's just going back to the whole Adam Johnson situation. WHL has made it mandatory to wear neck guards. Yeah, I mean, obviously, when a situation uh, like a freak accident like that happens, it should be a, it should be a conversation for every league with ice uh, with ice skates because they are people. not even just ice skates. Like a, I didn't realize this. I think uh, Gary Bettman on Pat McAfee show. I listened to it a little bit at work. Um, said even the stick could even get you here somehow, right? Yeah, stick so, as well. Yeah, that's true. Obviously, at the end of the day, you, there's two ways to look at it, right? And this is something I would love to ask Greg Wyshynski if we could bring him back on, um, because obviously this unfortunate sad, sad news happened after we recorded with him, but um, it's like okay, if we talk to some players, like oh, it's a freak accident, right? Like, why do we have to wear it? Like, blah, the blah, odds blah. on that happening. Odds are not happening are low, but. At the same time, one value, one um, life, life lost is equal to a million life lost at the end of the day. Exactly. <laughs> so, like, this could be anyone at the end of the day. Yeah, I get it. Your NHL players, that was in a weird league. And that one, apparently, they're doing a, a, an investigation. They believe that guy may have done it on purpose. I did see it from a zoom out position. So I didn't, I didn't want to see it. I, I didn't want to see it, but it just yeah. came on my timeline. But it wasn't like it was zoomed in or anything. Yeah. So, in a zoom out position, the way, it was just a hit and the gate went up. It did look like he put his foot purposely near him, and apparently he has a history of doing some dumb shit. The guy who did it, yeah, it was like, "Hey, that's get, yeah. out, get out of hockey." But exactly. uh, I, I, I don't want to believe that's the case because I feel like it is a, a sport where unpredictable stuff happens, right? Exactly. So, um, yeah. So WHL has made it mandatory. It was tweeted out today, and let's see if the NHL makes it mandatory or not. Because a lot of people say it, it might not be comfortable, but eventually you should get used to it because kids wear it all the time. 
Um, yeah, it's something I should ask my friend if he saw um, the uh, the one who watches us and. Okay, so a bunch of them do, but <laughs> the the Seahawks fan. That's the best way I'm gonna put exactly. it. Exactly, uh, because he plays beer league hockey, and I should ask him if he, they were neck guards. I forgot he was out. He's out on vacation. That's why. But yeah, no, it's good. Do you okay? So we didn't really talk about it too much then. So I'm gonna ask you this now: Are you in favor of bringing the uh, neck guard in? Me. Because keep in mind, we haven't just, played professional. We never ice played hockey, hockey or anything, right? Um, I personally just because like I seen it. Like now that you know it happened once, I'm just be like, okay, I'm just like, do it. I'm just the for way. Me, no, I, I'm gonna cut you off there. The death that happened once that we know of. Yeah, but we've seen k- k- skates go up in the face and cut someone's like I, eye. Evander Kane's arm, and it could have you know it could hit a vein that could exactly kill anything could happen, right? But like the neck obviously is the most yeah you know pivotal one, I guess because. Uh, Right, there um, was there were no visors before they made yeah, it that mandatory. Exactly. There were, um, yeah, but like to my point, like, like, like if I'm gonna answer the question, right? I've seen it now. Now that it happened, Do from it. what I know of, once, especially in a, someone lost their life because of it, I'm I'm before it. Yannick, At the end of the day, like I'm gonna protect, I'm gonna protect lives, right? Like yeah. the fact that this happened once, it could happen again. Now, yeah, right. So for that reason, I'm gonna protect. I'm gonna say I'm for the neck guards. Um, if you're not comfortable, I don't care because I value the life yeah. more. Or if it doesn't look cool. <laughs> I don't care stupid. about it. That's even more stupid. No, that's what they were saying that some people say it doesn't look cool or whatever. Yeah. According to Hoffman and Broth. But, you know, Yannick Hansen said, he's like, I don't know why we were told to take it off in the first place. Like, why it wasn't continued on from minor leagues yeah, and yeah. stuff. So, um, let's see. Let's see how that goes. But, yeah, so that's an update on that. Uh, we'll continue to see what happens with this situation. But, Moving on, Ottawa Senators, man oh man, their owner, Michael Ann Lauer, is, uh, f- has like a 180 on them. <laughs> Whereas, uh, guts of the ownership, the team is doing solid. They're one of the teams that are considered a jump team. Aren't they struggling? No. No, no they started off kind of hot. Yeah, like yeah, Three yeah. and one or something. But yeah, they're struggling now. Uh, but they were considered a jump team in general. Right? Yeah, like they were like, supposed to be. Like like we like had Buffalo, but like. I think it was Greg Wyshynski and I think Craig Button had Ottawa ahead of the three that we always package in the Atlantic division, yeah, with yeah. Detroit and Buffalo. But um, first bad news was obviously Shane Pinto. Second bad news was that whole... I'm still confused by that. By the way, Shane Pinto situation is very confusing. It's not like fully out there yet. I watched the drop with uh, um, Greg or uh, Greg Wyshynski and uh, Arda Ocal. And even they said it's like a very... The information is very scarce or scarce. They're scarce. And uh, it's still like moving parts to it because obviously we don't know what he bet on. And exactly, stuff like that. right? Like, uh, the second part now is going back to the thing. Let me pull it up. Um, was the they, they lost the first round pick, but they have a choice uh, if it's in 2024, 2025, 2026. So let me just uh, say it. So the league is stripping a first round pick from the Sens for their role in the voided. 2022 trade that would have sent Evgeny Dadanov from the Vegas Golden Knights to the Anaheim Ducks. Okay, so we've, so that means Dadanov no more flows on the Ducks. I thought it was to the Sens. Yeah. The Golden Knights attempted to trade Dadanov to the Ducks at the 2022 deadline. So this is just a little recap for you guys. The league initially allowed the move before avoiding it after discovering that the Ducks were on Dadanov's 10-team no-trade list. The Senators are being punished because they are reportedly 
failed to properly inform the Golden Knights about Dadanov's note. Oh, so he was already on the sands. Wait, what? The senators <laughs> are being punished because they reportedly failed to properly inform the Golden Knights about Dadanov's note trade. Oh, yeah. So, see, he was a sand, yeah. was traded to Vegas in the 2021 offseason. So yeah, the Sands yeah. reportedly held, held that information of not sharing that the Ducks were on that no trade list, okay, which is yeah. why they traded him for the Ducks, Vegas, but not knowing it was that that was the reason. Yeah, yeah. And yeah, so neither the Golden Knights or Ducks are being punished for their part in the voided trade. Kind of disagree with the Golden Knights part of this. Uh, I guess, I don't know. It depends. What, on the Golden Knights got punished too? No. I think what they sh- maybe should have gotten some type of punishment. But, okay, I think a first round pick. Like you should have. You should have you, all the paperwork. Do you think yourself. it's? Dude, I think it's harsh, bro. It is harsh. Because, like, first round pick NBA, for that. We seen it in the NBA when like, it's July one, or now whatever the time the new time is for the NBA or uh, NBA free agency, and then within one minute, Lonzo Ball signed with the Bulls. So they checked for tampering. They lost a second round pick. They happened this year with, out of all people, Drew Eubanks. So the Suns exactly, lost a second yeah. round pick. And I think the same thing happened with the Heat. I don't know if it was with Butler. That or is harsh, bro. Because like, what happened? It's not like Dadnov was like. I'm not saying. I'm not saying the level of play. Like, I'm. But I'm saying like, it's not like Dadnov. Like, did did the senators purposely hold information? And like, like, right? Like, did, like evil. Hands like evil together. Like, like what was it like? How much does it affect a, career, a trade to a Ducks called cancel? So the forfeited first rounder will come in any of 2024, 2025, or 2026. The Senators will determine which pick it will be within 24 hours of the conclusion of each year's respective draft lottery. So, for example, if the, somehow the Senators suck this year and they have a chance of Macklin Celebrini, or even the, and with, uh, we're sorry conclusion of each year so after that means, yeah, right? yeah so that means if they get the second overall pick not even Macklin Celebrini at first then they could keep 2024 exactly same yeah, for yeah. 25 so they have the choice maximum to 2026 um so maybe if 2025 has a weak draft class just get rid of it then exactly uh Ottawa possesses each of its own first round picks in that span so but yeah just like quick for me it's just harsh man because a, how much does it really affect right like what what really what what does this change like what really got affected, in my opinion? Like I don't see anything getting affected. I may be stupid. I might be. I don't know how I, the behind. I the may work. be stupid or something like that. I'm missing. But a trade to the Ducks getting canceled. What does that? What does that do? Like what? what like I guess there should be a punishment. Like? There yeah, I'm not be, saying. I'm not. I'm not saying there shouldn't be a punishment. Like, should it be a fine or like a later pick? <laughs> but like a first round pick, it's it's pretty pricey. Yeah, I know. I agree with that. That's where I'm confused because Miami lost their whatever their pick was last year. The Dolphins. The Dolphins, yeah. Yeah. And the NBA loses seconds, depending on the extremeness of it. But, yeah, like, to your point, I'm, I'm confused by it. Ottawa's role was they did not... They did not tell Vegas that Anaheim was on the list. Yeah. Of a Dan of no trade list. I would still give him... I was saying Vegas should lose a first on this. That Vegas should be like... Why would Vegas get punished? No, because they would, they would know... that They should have... They should know the player... They should know... The type of uh, no Vegas contract he has because they acquired him and do their due diligence of like okay is there a new move, new yeah move Vegas should be punished Vegas should not be punished because well, okay at the end they like oh they trade him trade avoid it it doesn't affect Vegas Vegas should not be punished I, w- I would give him a very minor no. one just because they still their responsibility to know at the end of the day now yeah. again like I said we don't know what's behind the scenes how what no, to me purposely withheld. Or Vegas are smart and hit the information or whatever the case is and go after. No, no, yeah, way. but like if you're looking at it, like Ottawa didn't tell Vegas, 
Vegas shouldn't be punished and nothing happens to Vegas just because okay they trade. But him. I feel like if in the, the trades, get, but I feel like on the they better they should get the contract. At the end of the day, the that contracts does, yeah, get transferred, like, then, so they would know there's a no move clause on. But it. then why would Vegas be punished for trading, making a trade? Because that's they would know. It. So here's the thing: they would know based on what the contract is signed. I'm assuming it's on the contract that, for example, JT Miller signed that there's a no move clause. Yeah. And then whenever it gets activated for Tyler Myers, for example, a ten t- team no move clause. But so why, that means Vegas but, should know. If it's like, oh shit, we don't have this. Yeah. We know that there's a no move clause. If they know, I'm again, I'm I'm yeah. speculating a little bit here. Then they should be like, oh, well, Ottawa, give me, give us the information. Now, if Ottawa's like, oh, we did. What are you talking about? That's a whole different story. But if they did, but we're doing do we're base, Okay, we're doing what it based on says right now. Ottawa didn't tell Vegas, and I was on a list. You're so saying no, you're saying that Vegas should have known that. Doesn't matter if Ottawa there told is a them no, or not. No, so they should have known because a contract. They should have asked over. or something. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, like because contract the contract. Comes, is yeah, yeah, exactly. Over. Let let me talk. Like, stop talk. Let's not talk over each other. Yeah. <laughs> but um, so you're saying that Vegas should have known. Yeah. Like they should have figured it out. But they like, should, they but what is the why? Why is Vegas getting? Why do you think Vegas should get punished for making a because trade? Because they they're the ones who are. No, but, but, but even can, are you gonna even, let me talk now? No, no. Like, like, let me finish quickly. Even if they did know. And they made a trade to Anaheim or something, and they got avoided. Nothing happens in general. Like there, there should be no effect. There's no impact. Oh, that's different. Yeah, I'm not saying that part. I'm saying supposedly based on again speculation. I'm 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 not saying that any of this is fact. What I'm saying is Ottawa tr- made that trade in 2021. Yeah. So Vegas owns the rights to that player. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, we're, we're on the same is. page there. So the contract obviously goes to Vegas. It's yeah, like we're on the same page there. Yeah. Okay. So. Vegas should know based on that contract there's a no move there's a 10 team no move on it correct yeah so that means they should know like oh shit there's a 10 team no move let me go ask Ottawa we don't know if they asked Ottawa or not that's the speculation mainly so Vegas obviously they have, knowing that they have this player that has a 10 team move no move clause want to trade that enough on should t- ask Ottawa be like yo you guys did not give us the, what teams he doesn't want right that's where I'm like, okay, no, I'm not saying a first round pick, maybe like a sixth round pick or seventh round pick or whatever, a mini fine, because it's also Vegas's responsibility for acquiring the player to have the information necessary. That's my point. Okay, yeah. So that way, yeah. That way, I could see. Yeah. But I was just confused. I was like, okay, Vegas making a trade, and like, how does that affect? No, Vegas? I'm not. That's a whole different story. Yeah, like, I was like if the they're known, that's a different thing. They would, yeah, it would get like, even, if, even if they did know when they traded to Anaheim and got voided, like they still shouldn't be punished for that. Yeah, but I'm well. saying, and I get what I'm saying. Why Vegas? Maybe okay, yeah. If that was the yeah, case, yeah, again, this, I'm speculating. I don't yeah, know what the full details are, but what that. But I still, do, I still don't believe they should be punished. In my I opinion, because it's stupid. Sure, because it's still the responsibility. It's stupid. Like okay. Ottawa, at the end, of the, yeah, the responsibility, whatever. And I agree with but you, the, Ottawa's. But is the response, but the responsibility is Ottawa to give the list. But we don't know. again. We don't know what happened. Maybe Ottawa's like, bro, we did it. Like Vegas, is like Gary. Yeah, that, that's a Gary different Batman's situation. Ass, what the hell? Yeah, but like we're saying, what what is reported is that Ottawa didn't tell him. Yeah, and the responsibility falls on Ottawa to tell him. Yes. More than Vegas asking. Because no, at the end yeah, of the day, when, you're, when, that part too. when you're trading a player away, you got to trade everything, the contract, everything. Yeah. You got to give it to them. Yeah, I agree with that too. Yeah. But yeah, but I, yeah. It's both ways, like if you want to cover your yeah, eyes. Yeah. So I guess that's what ended up the league will probably end up doing. Like, hey, you didn't give it, that's on you. Exactly. So yeah. Okay, yeah, I see that part too. Um, which led to now the next part. This of is news. the only time I'm ever defending Vegas. <laughs> <laughs> uh, senators then parted away because obviously this is a big deal now, and we'll get into the thing. Parted away with their GM Pierre Dorian after eight seasons, and this is big because he was already on the hot seat because there's a new ownership, and big obviously not Vegas Ottawa 
has been struggling for the last couple of years ever since what 2017 or whatever it was when they played Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh in Game Seven and Game Seven the Western Eastern, Con- Eastern Conference Finals. Yeah. Um, after that moment, they sucked. Traded away Eric Carlson. He made moves. He obviously got Debrinket. Got it. Got rid of Debrinket. Uh, yeah. So. Apparently, Ann Lauer said Dorian resigned and was relieved of the duties. Obviously, I'm sure he so got fired. I'm sure it's mutual. He got fired. But <laughs> yeah, and um, obviously, yeah, Dorian was already. I in mean, the ho- based they, on they just we- this, it was gonna like we wouldn't have been surprised if Dorian was getting fired no matter what happened. No, at the end of the year, Dorian doesn't. The Pinto situation doesn't fall on Dorian. Oh yeah, yeah that's true. Because Ann Lauer did say like to the he's pissed off at the league for that, for not giving him proper information and stuff like that. Exactly. Like, so, uh, like, oh, when I'm buying the team, like, kind of let me know that, like, I could potentially lose a first-round pick. Steve Steos has been serving as team's president of hockey operations and will take over as GM on an interim basis. Uh, former player, I remember watching him play. Yeah, so Dorian, obviously... Like, Dorian you, was already on the hot seat. And, this, and now... This is now an excuse to get rid of him. This just, sure. yeah, like, exactly, this is an excuse to get rid of him sooner. And uh, exactly is a point. But one point I'm going to make... Players and the coaching staff, this should not affect you. At the end of the day, the play on the ice, you got to get wins. And that's going to be on the coaching and the players. Exactly. So that's, Lauer, that's my point there. Ann Lauer said he wasn't informed of a potential penalty for the voided Adenov trade, nor the investigation into Shane Pinto's 41-game suspension for gambling when he bought the team. So he was like, he was under the loop. Not really. He's like, yo, I'm buying the team. Maybe you know? because the club was for sale and they didn't want to disrupt the sale to make sure the seller got the biggest price possible. Said Ann Lauer, who paid nine fifty million, and uh, yeah, so they probably kept that shit low key, which is also bullshit from the NHL side of things. Depending on how long that Pinto thing was been going on for, um, after four years of seller, obviously Dorian made some moves. Claude Giroux, Dabrinka, like like I said. all these moves that um big big money signing on Jonas Carpasalo as well. So, so yeah, so that was all Ottawa. That being Senator. said, I think uh, DJ Smith is also gone. Give him, give him a couple, yeah, more, no, couple th- more losses. DJ Smith is gone. I don't I'm know how. This is more. way too early. I think it's gonna be like before All Star break. DJ Smith was probably gone. That could be potential depending on the results. But I'm not saying a couple more losses. I think it'll be, there will be like weeks or potential month. Like I don't think it's gonna be like. I won't know, be like. I don't think like. Oh, you lost next game. You're fired. I don't before All Star break, I won't be surprised if he gets fired. Okay, that's but that's a long time away. I won't be surprised. You said a couple. Fired. You said a couple losses. Okay, true. <laughs> that's what I'm trying to. The reason why I said a couple losses is because it's a whole new regime. Yeah, and a whole new like he, they're both on short lease, right? Short leash themselves. So if anything, any excuses that ownership will come up, don't give them any. And at the end of the day, this shouldn't affect play. Like the players got to perform. At the end of the day, the coaching staff got to perform. And uh, exactly, so like this this shouldn't affect anything, in my opinion, when it comes to on ice stuff. Yeah, obviously on ice for sure, but. Beyond the scenes, we know new ownership leading to a new GM wants their own head coach. DJ Smith is already on the hot seat anyways, whether it was old or new regime. So I won't be surprised if he gets fired by the end of yeah. like November, December. So Ottawa Sanders, obviously we've talked a lot about them. Uh, NHL very quickly. Jack if you Hughes. want more Ottawa Sanders, check out Alex Adams. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. I think on the hockey news. Um, just the three stars of the week, just because... Month. Our, our bo- sorry, month. Our boy is on it. That's why. Jack Hughes, number one star. No surprise. <laughs> leading in points. Probably favorite right now to win it. Number two, who's also in the heart candidate because of this, Elias Pettersson. Hat-trick um, on Tuesday, Halloween day. Um, number three. David uh, Pasternak. David Pasternak. Okay, I was trying to find it. Yo, the Canucks um, are good. The it's pro- funny. Here's, no, here's the problem, though. What? We play the Sharks. They're winless. 
I'm oh, scared. It's a trap game. It's a trap I'm game. Scared. <laughs> we're losing. And we're in San Jose. And we're losing. I'm scared. But I'm, I was going to say this. is like, it's weird to see that out of all the seven Canadian teams, the Canucks have the least headache at the moment. Are they the best Canadian team right now? Like, okay, record-wise, maybe, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Record-wise, but like, obviously in general. But I'm just saying, like, least headache. We're like, Toronto's always going to have a headache just because well, they're Toronto. Vancouver's a headache because they need to try to make the playoffs. Yeah, I know, but like at the current moment, look at Edmonton situation, look at yeah, Calgary yeah. situation, look at Ottawa. Montreal's not good. Um, they're or they're good. not going to be good. <laughs> they're not going to finish off good. And then Toronto, obviously, you already know what their issue is. And then Winnipeg. Montreal's 5 2 and 2, baby. Winnipeg. Same Winnipeg. back as the Canucks. Or, well, no, Canucks, Canucks are 5 Canucks two, are two, and one. One, 6 2 and 1. So yeah. by one game. But, um,. Yeah, and the Canucks are apparently working the phones to reward the team and try to get some big impact signings, don't problem or trades. Don't know. But how, it's don't gonna, know how they're gonna get it. Is it's gotta be a trade away for Garland first, and then. And I hope Archie Beans is not involved. Yeah, so it's <laughs> gonna be like trade away Garland, get some cap, and then that's where you add in. Hopefully, a or you player. use like Garland for Clayton Keller. But <laughs> oh, that's not. Happening. I know. <laughs> There's no way that's happening. Who knows? But, but yeah, so that's it's probably the, a Pittsburgh player. Let's yeah, be honest. Yeah, that's the NHL talk for today. Yeah, all right. We're going to move on to NFL, which is also another quite a lot. So let's try to get this. How much time we're in? We're an hour in, so let's try to... We're an hour in? Yeah, I feel like we, we, get, we're we, we, we didn't ramble on too much. Yeah, I thought we were an hour and a half. Maybe, maybe the... I don't know. I, I just assumed we started at 10. That's maybe why. the hardened part we did a little bit, but... Well, the hardened part deserved that. it too. That's yeah, the that. trade. Uh, exactly. But Monday Night Football, quickly, lines are We good. were right this time. Yeah, lines are good. Raiders are bad. That's what showed on the football field. We were right. And it led to... The following day, no, everyone thought... Not the following day. Was it the same day? Sorry. The following day. It was the following day. Yeah. Don't, 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 I'm thinking of the podcast time. Don't doubt me, all right? Well, I will. I <laughs> all will. right. The following day, Josh McDaniels got fired to no one's surprise because he was definitely one of the person, one of the people on the coaching hot seat for this year. And... Uh, I won't be surprised the next two days he's going to be the Patriots OC yeah. <laughs> as well. But that's where hey, he was he, the best. Or he might not even take it because like, he might do what Babcock did. Four years, he's fully paid. <laughs> okay, yeah, <laughs> who knows. But if he Unless wants to he works for the Patriots for free. But that's so. Hey, oh, for like this year? He's still getting paid. Yeah, yeah. So it doesn't but matter. But yeah, no. Um, Patriots OC, that's when Mac Jones was the best. And uh, we'll see what happens there. But yeah, um, you're not surprised. I'm not surprised. Yeah, no. Like, um, if there was anyone going to be in season, it was going to be Josh McDaniels. It was him and maybe Staley. That's it. Uh, I think, personally, I think Staley well, is depending more... depending on how the record goes. Yeah, yeah depending it. on what the record is, but I personally do believe Staley is more of an end-of-year fire or off-season fire, whereas Josh McDaniels, if the Raiders uh, were going to be bad, which they are, uh, is going to get fired. And also, like, another move the Raiders are making, they're benching Jimmy Garoppolo and starting Aiden O'Connell. Sorry, you just you for, uh, forgot... Um, Dave Ziegler, the GM, is fired. As well, yeah. And their OC. And their OC. Okay. So their interim coach is a linebackers coach, which is kind of funny. It's still not. They as need fun. Rick Basaccia back. Yeah, uh, Rich Basaccia. Rich Basaccia. Yeah. Uh, they need linebackers coach Antonio Pierce as the interim head coach and assistant GM. Champ Kelly is the new interim general manager. The club will undergo a comprehensive search to fill both roles in the offseason. Obviously, yeah. So linebackers coach, kind of strange. Uh, I mean, there's nothing, there's nothing more strange well, okay, I know what you're than gonna an say. ESPN analyst getting a job. And who beat this team? <laughs> who beat the Raiders? <laughs> who beat Josh McDaniels? Jeff Saturday, but by yeah, the way. Um, I like this move of benching Jimmy Garoppolo and going with Aiden O'Connell. Reason why. You got to see what you have in Aiden O'Connell, right? 
like how Washington is doing with Sam Howell. Hey, Howell's. the last no. time they hired, fired a coach midseason, they made the playoffs. Yeah, Rick, <laughs> Rich Basaccia, <laughs> yeah. maybe. But um, it's like how Washington is doing with Sam Howell. They're, they're trying to figure out what they have with him. I, I think Aiden O'Connell deserves a shot, and I believe he should be the starter rest away no matter what happens. And if I'm Aiden O'Connell, if you're ever in doubt, throw the ball to Devontae Adams because that's what Will Levis did on the weekend when he threw to his number one guy. Yeah, I was about to say, my, Will Levis threw to DeAndre Hopkins. Not yeah, yeah, his number one guy. Yeah. But yeah, no, see what you have in Aiden O'Connell. If, you don't, if you're not impressed and you're losing games, Caleb Williams is going to fall right into your hands or Drake May is going to fall right into your hands. Okay, so here's the thing. This quarterback class is deep in the first round that, like, hey, you could be, like, 10th worst and you might end up getting... Panics could fall in your hands, too. Bo Nix, yeah. J.J. McCarthy. But at the end of the day, like, if you're if Aiden O'Connell doesn't win you a game for the rest of the season, Drake Quinn May... Quinn Ewers as well. Sorry. Quinn Ewers as well, yeah. But that's, like, the best scenario for you. If you And then if Aiden O'Connell balls out, you have a starter for next year at Just the end of the day. Maybe, yeah. Yeah. Uh, here's, but, my, here's my thing. After the game, I'm like, all right, we already saw what the reaction of Devontae Adams was. Yes, he did not get traded. We'll get to the trade deadline in a second. Um, but I'm, if I'm the Raiders, do the right thing and just trade Devontae Adams and Max Crosby. Max Crosby. <laughs> if I'm Max Crosby, I don't think he's the type of guy to ask for a trade, but uh, go ask for a trade. But I need you to, I need to see you on a team that might actually do something. That guy is- and I'm not even saying the Colts. I'm yeah. saying like... I would love to see you in Pittsburgh. I would love to see you in right now the Jets. Well, it's not gonna be Pittsburgh because high Smith. Uh, and, go go to high Buffalo. Smith and what? Okay, go to Buffalo. If he goes to Buffalo, if Buffalo pulls that, go off. to the Chiefs. If, if like Buffalo, I want to see you do something. But Buff, if Buffalo pulls that off, oh my god! Somehow <laughs> Philly might pull it off, or the Niners might pull it off. I don't think Philly's pulling it off. No, I'm just saying in general. Yeah. But uh, Detroit. He's not going to Detroit. No, I'm just saying that's in one team. You know why? Because Detroit was a uh, his favorite team growing up. I think, and they passed on me on the draft three times. So he said before the game that you know he's gonna come, he's gonna play with a little bit of a vengeance. Money fixes things, <laughs> okay? <laughs> Go to Detroit. <laughs> well, Detroit pay him <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Bro, that, that guy's a game wrecker, man. Like, like what he did against the Packers single-handedly, uh, defensively by himself. Um, uh, obviously, bit some plays against Lions. Yeah, it's not gonna be enough. But he is just genuinely like him. It's like gold in a trash can. You have two pieces of gold, yeah. and the rest, the Raiders are just a trash that can. That <laughs> picture thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dumpster. Um, yeah, the dumpster, yeah. Devontae Adams, he said it himself even recently that, like, yeah, he was a Raiders fan, but he only he mainly came because of Derek Carr. So it doesn't matter at the end of the day. Yeah, Raiders are his team. That doesn't mean he's going to stay. And he definitely is annoyed. Now let's see if Aiden O'Connell will get him the ball. Again, I'm, I'm not going to believe in him to do so. I'm just happy. I'm just happy, like, you know, it's him and... They gave him an opportunity. They'll give him an opportunity for because sure. I generally like. Obviously, the numbers weren't like you know amazing against the Chargers game, the game he played, but like they were pretty good for getting thrown into. Like it wasn't Will Levis, but it was still pretty decent getting thrown into that you know that situation. Yeah, and uh, again, like like and I said, honestly, almost won at the, the end game. of the day, we'll see how this and, I, and quickly, I blame Josh McDaniels for the loss because they should have ran the ball on first first and goal. My question but, to you is this: Do you expect this team to do what they did back then? With the fire when uh, Gruden got fired and they brought him. Okay, Derek, Derek Carr was a big part. <laughs> that, they don't have that point. anymore, and uh, they did that without. Um, Honestly, not, I think hey, here's the thing though. They might actually include. They're Hunter, a better team now. They might actually include Hunter Renfro in the plays. Now I don't know who their play caller is. Yeah. yeah. To be f- that it, man, it could be the Parks Fraser type of role guy. Who exactly. might be in. I do believe they're a better team. 
than that. Obviously, with Devontae Adams is going to help. But obviously, you don't have the same quarterback as well. So, because what Derek Carr did that year is like, in my opinion, doesn't, doesn't, didn't get talked about enough. The GM needs to get fired anyways. I don't know yeah, how yeah. you could trade Darren Waller away. Exactly. In <laughs> general, after giving him a contract. But unless he wanted out, which I didn't think he did. Yeah, yeah. Now that's more on Josh like, McDaniels. Well, I was going to say, what Derek Carr did that year, I believe didn't get talked about enough. Oh, 100%. That's why I was hoping the Colts would get him. Yeah. And that's why, and then also you, that's why I thought the Saints were going to be good. Exactly. But, yeah, I think, you know, obviously Devontae Adams... We'll just see. It just, it just comes down to Aiden O'Connell. <laughs> yeah, at the end of the day, I, I'm not going to believe in Aaron. Like you said, I don't think Aiden O'Connell is going to go nuts. Now, yeah. maybe, you might prove me wrong, right? Because I'm not Howell. saying he's going to take him to the playoffs or anything. Yeah, I'm, I'm saying, saying he, might some, he, he might do what Sam Howell did. I agree with that. And honestly, Sam Howell is like, B enemy is getting the best out of Sam Howell. The problem is, do they have a B enemy? That and the issue is, Sam Howell is always going to be Yeah, you're right. When you're in doubt, Devontae Adams is somewhere. <laughs> and Garoppolo missed throws on him, so who knows? But. Um, but like I said, Max Crosby, Devontae Adams, please leave next year. This franchise is a joke right now. I need you both, and especially please, Max Crosby. Please get him off primetime. Oh, that didn't didn't flex one of the games. I don't know if it's the, I don't think it was the Raiders, but it was like a jet, some game. This decided not to flex. I'll double check that, and it yeah. pissed me off. But but yeah, we'll move on to we'll just do what you want to Thursday night football right we'll now. Just do a Thursday night football or right do, now, or do you want to trade deadline? I think it should be go trade deadline. Oh, yeah, it should be trade deadline. All okay, right. before we get to the actual deadline day, which was on Halloween, um, honestly, not bad in terms of like last year's was decent too. But before that, I never really saw any big names except Von Miller get traded. Uh, right? Yeah, that's when Rams won the Super Bowl. Yeah, but uh, one big trade happened the day before, which was Leonard Williams. So this happened on Monday after yeah, we yeah. released the pod. And honestly, for the Seahawks, massive, I love it. Massive, I love it. Yeah. Like pass rush was one of your issues. Um, obviously in the secondary when you have Witherspoon Tariq Woolen Jamal Adams I don't have any issues with that Bobby Wagner uh, linebacker the issue was pass rush and Leonard Williams is a very good veteran pass rusher right and he, he honestly I think he made the Pro Bowl last year with the Giants as yeah. well and yeah, what was the flex game? Jets Raiders oh that <laughs> no that was the game that he needed to flex out yeah so when there, when is that? next week What? what which one? Uh, week 10 Week 10, Sunday night? Yeah. What the hell? They could have easily put... Oh, I don't know. All the games are pretty bad. <laughs> oh, no. Browns-Ravens. Browns-Ravens, yeah. <laughs> Niners-Jaguars. Lions-Chargers. Any of those would have been perfect. <laughs> but yeah, moving yeah, back. Yeah, exactly. Moving back. Coming back. Leonard Williams. Yeah, Leonard Williams is going to help that pass rush. They're gonna. It's only going to help this defense to get better. I don't know why ESPN ranked this like a C grade. Because I was so confused, but... Who's your whoever your friend is a Seahawks fan? He better be happy. Oh, he's happy. He, <laughs> exactly. didn't, he didn't know because he was like, yeah, yeah. busy partying. But exactly. By the way, I think it might have been Vikings Broncos. I don't know if, which one it was. Either way, they're both shit. Exactly. <laughs> Especially with Kirk Cousins being out now. Yeah. Um, the then, trade was because a freaking score took the thing off. Yeah. Uh, Leonard Williams was traded for a twenty twenty four second. So this year's this coming up draft second and a fifth. So honestly, it's a lot. Based on it is a lot. When we, get to the, when we get to the other trades. At the end of the day, you got to give up a lot to get a good player. And Leonard Williams is a very good well, player. Well, wait till we get to the other ones. <laughs> exactly. Because Kevin Byer did not go for shit in general. Uh, Howie Roseman. Yeah. Uh, several teams were interested in him. So, yeah, it makes sense. And uh, Seahawks will only pay the vet minimum portion of the contract. Even better. <laughs> <laughs> so, maybe that's why it was a second and a fifth. But, yeah. Yeah, so then moving on to the next day. I uh, think yeah, Mon- let me go off. I think Montez Sweat was first. 
off yeah, the board. We'll go, we'll go with the Commanders. So the rumors were um, one of Montez Sweat and Chase Young were going to get traded. So when Montez Sweat started the day off and got traded, I was like, all right, Chase Young is probably getting a contract. This maybe even today or, or well, in that case, Halloween. Um, Montez Sweat is trading to Chicago. Chicago's a buyer. Uh, I do believe Chicago needed some D-line help. So obviously for a second round pick. Yeah. The problem though is like you said, the buyer, and they're giving up the a second issue round is Chicago's pick. Chicago's a buyer. And last year you <laughs> yeah. get rid of a. Th- now I'm not saying Montez Sweat is Chase Claypool. Montez is way better than Chase Claypool. <laughs> but I'm just saying that's my that's the thing. Hey, did the same thing with Khalil Mack and look what ended up happening because they were still shit. After the one year with he was only the g- being a pro bowler, he was shit. the only gold in the trash can. Yeah. Like, Khalil Mack was good. It's just that everyone else wasn't. And obviously, Rokon Smith. That defense was fine. Yeah. That, like, they had Rokon Smith, Robert Quinn, and uh, all those guys as well. Whereas this one is genuinely like Montez Sweat. Jalen Johnson requested a trade, so we'll see what happens in the offseason for that. Who's their young stud cornerback? Yeah, their linebackers are good. Like I think it's T.J. Edwards and uh, Tremaine Edwins. Yeah, so I still like their linebackers, but other than that, dude, line I didn't know who they had. Yeah, until, again, like I don't get until Montez Sweat. I don't get it for the Bears side of things. Good on the Commanders, but the Bears. I mean, I get, I know they're getting better. I get that. But I get it, and I don't get it at the same time. I you get, get a second like round Montez is valuable. Sweat, huh? A second round. That, pick is that's valuable. what I don't get. Like I don't get you're a buyer. You have to pay Montez yeah. Sweat. I don't get you're a buyer, but. I, I would pay Montez Sweat on the Bears. Well, yeah, for sure. 100%. Like, they have to. Like, they need D-line help. Like, they genuinely do. And Montez Sweat is a good D-line man. Like, a good D-end. Yeah. All right, let's move on to the next one. Uh, so, so, I'm not mad at the player you got. I'm just mad at, like, how why you, you got it. I'd rather have to use not that Not why pick. you got it. Like, how you got it. Yeah. Anyways. Like, if it, was free, if it was free agency, I'm signing Montez Sweat. Well, 100%. If I'm the Bears. But the fact that you give up a second as well now and, and have to pay him. It's a different story. So the Eagles got Kevin Byard, right? Rich got richer. Um, the 49ers followed the same path and got richer. Instead of not keeping and giving Chase Young a contract extension, they moved him as well. So the San Francisco Niner, 49ers acquired Chase Young, who was the second overall pick one at one point, was arguably the number one pick. Um, arguably if, the best if, player in the draft. If Burrow didn't exist, he was going number one. Yeah, and in general, they said he probably would have been the best overall player in the draft. Yeah, yeah. Uh, is sent to the from the Commanders to the Niners for a third rounder. Just a third rounder. So just a third rounder is confusing me because again, this is the Bears. He, he, That's where the Bears part. I'm like, what the hell? Yeah. Because I think maybe Chase Young is a better player. I get it. injuries were the factor. I don't understand why you did not give him a fifth year extent or option. You need to look but, at it more. Yeah, so the 49ers receive, well, receive, uh, are projected to receive two compensatory picks. He could still leave and get another compensatory pick anyways. Yeah, so it's not like he's going to be a 49er next year. Yeah. But at the end of the day, when, you have, this a D, year, when you have a D-line of Chase Young, Nick Bosa, Eric uh, Armstead. And listen, Wilkes and has got to pu- figure it Javon out. And Javon Hargrave. Yeah. <laughs> uh, like, uh, Wilkes needs to figure it out because defensively they've been struggling. The personnel is there. Yeah. Honestly, was probably killing you right now. But, um, hey, perfect spot. Yeah, he's, I mean, is Nick Bosa hasn't been. The they're best reunited, this year. I think, from Ohio State days. Yeah, and ha- if he's like Ohio State, that Niners team is gonna be crazy, exactly. and he'll probably get paid by someone. Um, du- I believe in Chase Young still. I, I do. do too. Like that, do du- and especially being with that duo with Nick Bosa is gonna open up stuff for him and Bosa himself. Just stay healthy, because the third round pick. That's where I'm like. That's where I'm confused with the Bears. That's it. That's the only reason why. That's I'm like confused. Bears give a second. Yeah, yeah. That's what caused the confusion. But yeah, Chase Young, I'm excited to see this. Um, let's see the 49ers bounce back. They're on a bye week. And uh, yeah, um, 
that's it for that one. Next one. Um, Joshua Dobbs. <laughs> you want to go with that one? It's a quick one. Joshua Dobbs. Obviously, I understand the Vikings got... Why why Vikings are getting a quarterback? Just because they kind of need someone to play the position. Um, okay, so <laughs> this is where I'm confused. But obviously, yeah, we'll, we'll go into that later. Let's finish with this. So Vikings get Joshua Dobbs, obviously, for late-round picks. But from the Arizona Cardinals. Me, personally, I would have went after, like, you know... Um, I would have picked Trey up Lance. Agent. Huh? I would have picked up a free agent. They were not going to trade Trey Lance. <laughs> I know. But if I would have tried Trey Lance. But, yeah, Joshua Dobbs, obviously, he's going to fill in that quarterback role. I don't know if he's going to start just because Nick Shook said himself on our podcast that quarterback's going to take a little bit of time to adjust uh, when the uh, midseason trade happens for them. But they needed, a, I guess, I, I don't The thing that confuses me, obviously, which confuses you, was the next move they made with what they traded their offensive guard Ezra Cleveland yeah. to the Jacksonville Jaguars. So you take away his protection and he's still going to compete with Jaron Hall for the rest of the yeah, yeah. season. Jaron Hall is starting this week. Makes sense. So yeah. Jaron Hall is another rookie. If you're saying Aiden O'Connell, you might as well see what Jaron Hall has. Right? Yeah, you're four and four. I get it. Uh, but I think the Detroit Lions are running away with that division. Either no, without Kirk Cousins right now, it's like and no Jefferson. Yeah, like the fact that they're winning games without Jefferson. Exactly, was surprising itself. Um, yeah. So, so yeah, they made two trades. One, they got a quarterback to potentially help them make a wild card spot because the NFC is weak. But on the flip side, you take away one of the protections. Now, and you made our rival be better. But <laughs> exactly, that's probably uh, another rival we were pissed. <laughs> so, by the way, that news broke while Doug Peterson was on Pat McAfee show. Yeah. Uh, but yeah. On so on the Viking side of things, I. Thought they should have just stayed put and just see what Jaron Hall had. Get a sign a practice squad guy. I don't know, trade for Nathan Work. <laughs> We're always <laughs> gonna say that. But um, and then again, like you said, look, who knows? Kirk is out of contract. He's not gonna play next year. He might. You might sign him to a vet minimum just to be in the locker room presence guy. He ain't starting next year. That's but guaranteed. You, like you know what I mean? Like like just bring him in like a Udonis Haslam role. Um, yeah. Just take up a roster spot. I mean, he he could still play next year if he's still in the Vikings. Act. I could still see him play next year. Yeah, like, but he's not going to be week one starter. Yeah, uh, Arizona side, Kyler Murray is supposed to be back soon, but it's Clayton Tune, another rookie, um, who would start in week nine if Murray isn't ready to return from ACL injury. A lot. There's a chance of Kyler Murray to play. Yeah, um, if not this week, probably next week. Anyways. Yeah, but if Clayton Tune starts, we had. Anthony Richardson, Bryce Young, C.J. Stroud, Will Levis, Aiden O'Connell, Dorian Thompson, Robinson, Robinson potentially Jaron Hall, potentially Jaron Hall, and potentially Clayton and Toon. potentially Clayton Toon. That's eight rookies. So the only guy that, that hasn't played, was, I thought they had Hendon Hooker. Who has Hendon? Oh, that's Detroit. Detroit, Detroit, Detroit has Hendon Hooker. Hendon. Okay, yeah, he ain't playing. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then that's uh, the only one I could really think of. Oh, the guy from Stetson uh, Bennett. <laughs> well, that and there was another guy. Uh, the guy from Stanford, Tanner McKee. I think he was a guy that was one of the like second, third. Well, that's projection. if that if if Toon and Jaron Hall play. Yeah, that's eight. That's eight rookie quarterback quarterbacks starting a game this year. Yeah, that's insane <laughs> in yeah. my opinion, right? Like generally, there's probably like what four or five max. Usually, not even at times. Yeah, like obviously, if you're looking at like a, a lot of QB injuries, tra- right? Yeah, if you're looking at Trevor Lawrence year, that's probably like okay, you can understand why there's five. Even though Trey Lance, no, Trey Lance is gonna play, so four. Yeah. So yeah. Are we gonna have the argument of turf again? Because there's something ridiculous going on for sure. J.K. Dobbins out again, which I really feel bad for that guy. 
They're gonna um, <laughs> Kirk Cousins, Kirk Cousins, Aaron Rodgers, J.K. Dobbins. Aaron Rodgers already back throwing on turf. J.K. Dobbins, all three of them are having a forming a club in a rehab. Exactly. Yeah. Um. Yeah, so we'll see what happens with that. I'm just confused. I don't. Know. I don't think Minnesota should have traded for anyone. I know they were talking about Jameis for a little bit, but we'll we'll see about that. Uh, the next one was my guarantee was wrong because I thought Daniel. Well, no, that's it. Those are the last. Those are the two. big ones. My guarantee was wrong because I thought Daniel Hunter would be traded. Daniel Hunter didn't get traded. Devonte Adams, Mike Evans, obviously. Were yeah, some. but um, that, those are like the dream scenarios. But uh, one one we forgot. It just came to my head right now. Bills adding Rasul Douglas yeah. from the Green Bay Packers. And obviously with Tredavious White going down, you could use a quarterback. You know what a funny story with that is? What? I think Josh Allen, when they faced him, said like something like, you suck, we're a piece of shit, whatever. <laughs> and other teammates. You know what another funny thing is? Bills practice squad, you know what it said under, it said Rasul Douglas did not practice? Yeah. You know how I say reason? I saw that. Uh, just got just here. Just got here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That was jokes. Um. Yeah, I think, I, I can't find a thing. Let me see I think those are the main ones right like by the way check out the next show po- podcast and his streams I, I tuned in one day he won that's my that's my plug was, right now was that a semi final? Nah, yeah he won he his was. game was that his court is he going to semis now semis now yeah so the yeah, on conference. that thing uh, so i was looking at it so the, the conference Col- championship on that thing the colts were like insane and if you look at the numbers they're all, it's all pass happy but like anthony richardson has like five thousand yards like way more than five thousand like five thousand seven eight nine thousand yards or something like that better be rookie of the and year and then uh, juju brunts had like 22 interceptions wow and then uh yeah something crazy insane but yeah next nick you're not wrong you're pretty good pretty good at madden well he was he's he's representing the eagles but that also helps but like, <laughs> no, I think they made trades like he has Bobby O'Karake he has Bobby so, yeah. yeah and I think he had someone else AJ Dillon as well but yeah so that's the trade deadline did we do Thursday Night Football yet? no we didn't so let's go into that first Um, just let's just do it in order Uh, Thursday Night Football is gonna be Steelers versus Titans and Will, Will Levis is gonna get another Steelers test. getting Cam Hayward back as well so Will Levis is getting another test, a big, big test against this. Uh, um, uh, what was I gonna say against the Steelers defense? Because obviously his first game was against Atlanta, and Atlanta is like a defense that definitely gotten better. But when you're playing someone like a Steelers defense, is a different story. So we'll see how he does there, and uh, if you keep throwing to DeAndre Hopkins, you might have a chance. But overall, I'm just gonna get my pick out of the way. I'm picking the Steelers. I picked the Steelers as well. Um, how much of it was just a matchup like a rookie? He is confident for sure, but so on the flip side, is it gonna be a Justin Herbert type of year for him, like guy, or is it uh just a beginner's luck? It's not even beginner. It's just like having no tape, right? Like because I remember Jalen Hurts coming in and beat the Saints in his first game. Yeah, right when the Drew Brees was on the Saints. Oh, one trade we forgot to mention. Sorry. Donovan Peoples-Jones is a lion for a sixth-round pick. Well, that's because Marvin Jones is injured. Yeah. So. Well, I think he's also stepping away or something. Yeah. Yeah, um, yeah no, I went with the Steelers just because, A, their defense, B. That's I, why they is win Kenny Pickett healthy? Did he have, like, a really Yeah, I don't, know, I don't know if he's going to be. Either way, yeah, Mitch Trubisky, I still. Uh, it's not Canada. Either way, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. <laughs> Offense doesn't matter. As long as their defense is playing good and getting turnovers, and that's then, how they're going to win Tennessee's old line is meh. Like, they're so bad that like they're making Najee look irrelevant now. Yeah. And like everyone's expecting Najee to have this great year. And that's not happening as well. But yeah, so my pick would still be the Steelers just because that defense is too good. And uh I don't know if we'll let us be able to move on that. But then again, 
I mean, hey, yeah, mink on the crazier, backfield. Crazier things happened. Yeah. Mink on the backfield. Like on the safety. Secondary. Yeah, whatever. Backfield is like oh, running yeah, backs. Oh, yeah, I mixed them up. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, and then obviously now we'll probably go under superlatives. Uh, week eight, who is your biggest disappointment? Obviously, the easy answer is a cheese. No, but uh, take that back. Minka's out. So you're still looking at that? Yeah, yeah that's why. Minka's out and Kenny's not on the thing here. So I, I think, think Kenny might be right. But yeah, so we're going to move on to our superlatives. Your biggest disappointment, obviously, we mentioned the Chiefs on... Uh, that one's Monday. obvious. Check on Monday's pod. Um, um, we said the Chiefs are shit. This is one-game situation. Anytime you lose to the Broncos, you are a disappointment. And uh, there are the la- latest subs. Biggest latest disappointment. First of all, the Giants, I already said that. You latest victim. Latest victim. Uh, yeah, the Giants, you pissed me off, but I'm not going to put you as my biggest disappointment. It's still going to be Cleveland. You pissed me off, but you're my disappointment still. You had the game in your hands. So your pick is Cleveland? Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, you had the game in your hands. Your defense was there. Um, now, I'm not expecting you if you threw a pick there to stop it. But yeah, overall, Cleveland, right? I expect better from you guys. You guys are now 4-3. and three. You guys easily could have been 5-2. and two. And uh, yeah, nothing much to say. It's just like... The way you lost to Seattle was disappointing. For me, I'm going with the 49ers just because the way you lost. Yeah. Right? Like, they were getting dominated. Uh, the Bengals were really giving it to them. And uh, I do believe in Brock Purdy, but I feel like uh, they're putting a little bit too much in Brock Purdy's hands right now. They're going to... They kind of need to find a way to, like, get it out to McCaffrey, get it out to Kittle, get it out to Ayuk because Debo is injured. And this defense needs to pick it up because at the end of the day... I get Bengals are a good offense, but your good defense is so good that you shouldn't be allowing 31 to anyone, in my opinion, yeah. in the league. So, my surprise, right, is the next one? Yeah. Um, it was Will Levis. I mean, I, I, I guess it's the obvious one, but it's Will Levis. I guess there's another obvious one, which I think you're going to go with. The Panthers. Yeah. So, like, but. yeah, it's, it's just Will Levis came in, four touchdown game, right? That's exactly right. Like that. that's the biggest surprise. You were of the benched week. for the whole year. You were laughing stock at the draft in terms of. But you're like, I want to say laughing stock, a meme, by getting dropped from a potential top four pick. To I also feel way. bad. It felt bad. Yeah. <laughs> because I genuinely, I was like, Yo, Will Levis is going here. Will Levis is going here. And someone's gets, trading up. Someone's going to trade up. But then you ended up going second round. Yeah. And uh, the way you looked against Titans is low key scaring me, <laughs> as a Colts fan. Against uh, the Falcons. Yeah, it was against the Falcons. Yeah, you said you the way you looked against the Titans. Oh, the way you looked for the, the way that you looked in the Titans uniform, yeah. even though it was technically an Oilers uniform. Yeah, but it's scaring me as a Colts fan because if you are that guy, you got Richardson. That division is stocked. You got Richardson, you got Levis, you got Stroud, and then you got Trevor Lawrence, who's already there. And yeah. like in two years, watch out if you are that guy. And I hope Richardson is a guy too, stays healthy, and obviously. Yeah, I'm scared now as a Colts fan. Yeah. but at the same time as Richardson. So. And I still believe in Richardson 100. Yeah. percent It's not like I. Like, I still believe it's Richardson one game, right? Big, like, yeah. the consistency will see. But I'm just saying, like, anyways, this, this is an early overreaction, and obviously, Stroud, I assume he will continue this. All right, Panthers. Uh, Panthers are one, but obviously, when you're winning this team and you get your first win, it's gonna be a surprise just because you are so bad, especially with how good Houston's been doing, too. Yeah, both teams, I think, were coming off their bye. And then another shout out, I'm just gonna give it to the Cowboys just because I did not expect it. That dominant of a victory. True. Against. But you kind of showed up at the beginning of the year. <laughs> yeah. Like you were talking about the Rams, but. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's yeah, true. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Beginning of the year. I'm yeah, beginning, beginning of the year, yeah. yeah. But, yeah, because I rolled off the Rams completely. Yeah. But, yeah, no, the way that Cowboys beat the Rams is just like, I was like, what the hell is going on? 
Like if this this just shows how inconsistent the Cowboys are. <laughs> because yeah. next week, after coming off a big week, obviously they might lose a close one to the Eagles. And then two weeks they play the Giants and that's when it'll be like their lowest moment. Yeah. Because they're gonna have that again because Cardinals is one. Who's gonna be their second one? It might be the Giants. Yeah. And yeah, that's my surprise. Okay. Speaking of the Panthers, can they carry a win streak? <laughs> Going into week nine now. Are we done with week eight? We're done with week eight. Okay, so week nine, we'll talk about Indy quickly. So, Panthers, can they get a streak going? Or Indy, can they end the streak? Frank Reich is not in town, so they're going to Frank Reich's town in Carolina. Unfortunately, no Anthony Richardson, but... So we're not going to see that quote rookie So, we're going to see a lot of check down, check down, potential deep pass. Uh, please give the ball to Jonathan Taylor game. More, yeah, trust um, me. He's getting back, bro. JT is getting back. He's getting I better pick, and better each game. I did pick Indy to win, but I won't be surprised if Carolina wins because... It was like that Jacoby Brissett year. Now, I get it. This is a different coach because that time it was Frank Reich where it was like easy, predictable offense where it's two run, pa- two run and try to get it. Steichen. It's different, but he, is also, only, he also overthought last game and did not give him the ball. Yeah, I know. But at the end of the day, you still put up 27 points. Yeah. Steichen's not the issue. The offense is not the issue. Oh, I know. I'm just saying the offense is We all know what the issue is. And it is this secondary. And Gardner Minshew. And Gardner Minshew throwing a pick. Yeah. And uh, fumbling and doing whatever fumbling else. Fumbling mainly. And we're doing whatever else to turn over the ball. But we all know Bryce Young might have 350 passing yards this game because our cornerbacks, after Juju Brent and honestly Jalen Jones, which we're already putting too much on them because they're both rookies, are very questionable. And obviously Kenny Moore, but I'm not going to consider him just because he's more That's of right. an inside Kenny guy. Moore might need to go on. Goss, I'm looking at you. But Kenny Moore might need to go wide receiver and put in like Nick Wide Ross. receiver? So you mean Sorry. On the outside? I'm tired, man. On the outside. Uh, the sugar's wearing off. Yeah, yeah. Uh, on the outside, and it's like a guy like Nick Cross might go nickel or whatever the case may be. Well, we'll see what happens there. But, but at yeah. the end of the day, Kenny Moore is having a resurgence here himself. And the reason being is because he's in the slot. Yeah. So I don't know if you're going to really change what's really, you know, you're not going to fix something that's not broken. I don't know what the fuck. I'm not Yeah, but mind. if no one could guard the white outside guy, you might have to put your best. I mean, you have Jalen Jones there who's having pretty Yeah, but on decent. the other side, who's there? Uh, Daryl Baker's shit. I think, I don't know if Juju Brown's The other guy's been I don't, I don't want to say his name anymore. I forgot his name. Tony Brown. <laughs> or you made me remember it for no reason. <laughs> I think it's Juju. I don't know. I don't think Juju Brown's will be back. I don't know either. I think he'll miss one more game. But yeah, for this game, Bryce Young could have 350 passing yards. All right. Game of the week. Many options here. There's, there's Bills, Bengals, there's Cowboys, Eagles, there's Seahawks, Ravens, there's Dolphins, Chiefs, Dolphins, Chiefs, which is in Frankfurt at six thirty in the morning. So I'm not gonna get up for that. I need my sleep. Exactly. But, but our collective one that we decided to go with is the Bills, Bengals. Couple of reasons. Just a rematch. That was my number one reason. Number two reason. The Bengals are actually decent right now. Three game winning and streak. The Bills are up and down. Inconsistent. <laughs> like <laughs> so, the Cowboys. Yeah, and it's Sunday night football. So, so if if we get a good Bills and the Bengals we've been getting the last three weeks, it should be a absolute insane game. Yeah. But if we're getting what we got in the last year's playoff, which was an inconsistent Bills and a good Bengals, then uh, the Bengals are gonna easily win. And obviously if we get Bengals week one Bengals and a week uh the week where uh Bills beat the Dolphins and obviously, Bills, Bills are going to whoop the Bengals. So, there's obviously three three possible things happening here. I really hope it's that we get a good Bills team and a good Bengals team. Like, Bills against Dolphins. Like, that Bills team versus the Bengals from last week. I really hope because I don't think we really had a good primetime game yet. Yeah. 
Um, all right, I'll go first. My game of the my personal game I'll probably watch is Cowboys Eagles, and I'm gonna say my matchup as well right now. AJ Brown versus Stephon Gilmore. Stephon Gilmore, I miss you. Please come back somehow. <laughs> but uh, Stephon Gilmore versus AJ Brown is my matchup. Obviously, the the re- main reason is the divisional factor. Five and two, seven and one. Right, so one and a half game difference. This could obviously help the Cowboys. I did pick the one Eagles to win. Yeah, because seven and one is eight games, and five and two is seven games. Oh yeah, Cowboys had a buy. Yeah, yeah, I'm dumb. So that's why I said one and a half. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, so that helps. Um, if you get a Cowboys get a big win, but yeah, I mean divisional matchup. Everybody expects these to be these are the potential top three, two of the three teams in the conference, which they are probably. Um, I still put Dallas slightly ahead of Detroit, but. Yeah, that's that's just pretty much it. The the matchup says for itself. Literally. Exactly. Um I just wish there was a primetime game, but it's America's game of the question. week. But yeah. Good question. Who's the best wide receiver in football? Tyreek Hill or AJ Brown? That's a debate. I think I have to go with Tyreek Hill. I'll still add Tyreek Hill. But who would have thought obviously I'm not saying who would have thought. But like everyone thought it might be like Jefferson and Hill, Jefferson Adams. I even thought Jefferson would be, but he's injured. But AJ Brown taking that leap, oh my god! Yeah, what was it six games in a row now? I think 125 plus yards. Yeah, receiving for me, game of the week. I'm going with Chiefs Dolphins just because I think the winner of this game it will be the best team in the AFC, right? So there's a lot on the line here, and if we really want a one seed and the bye week, um, I think it will come down to between these two teams here, and uh, the winner of this could, you know, have that edge with a tiebreaker. And uh, Tyreek Hill, I think, is this the first time Tyreek Hill is versus the Chiefs since being traded? I think so. Was it, Is this his second year? This is his second year. He got traded last year. I think so. Cause I remember him and Chris Jones were going back and forth in the offseason, so maybe. Yeah, yeah. So Tyreek Hill, obviously, is not returning because they're in Germany. And uh, we'll see what happens there as well. And then my player matchup is, or a player I'm looking out for, like a player I'm interested of seeing, is the Thursday nighter and Will Levis. I really want to. I'm really curious of what he's gonna do against that defense. I'm really. Okay, I thought we we're not gonna pick up the Thursday night because we previewed it already. Yeah, I know, but I just I'm just so intrigued because like he was so. So you like to make the rules and then back out on the rule. What do you mean? Because <laughs> th- that was never a rule. I thought you said not to include Thursday night football games. No, I didn't. I thought you did. That's I include so I included so many Thursday night games. And then one time you picked the Colts when you said don't pick the homer team. Well, that that one that one I backed up on. I could, I'm still. And you were right, but yeah. yeah, I was right. That's the thing. I was right. <laughs> <laughs> That's what matters. Okay. <laughs> but yeah, I'm going with Le- Will Levis. I'm just intrigued. You know how he's gonna carry on his performance. Is he gonna be a dud? Obviously, it might not be a fault of his own because that Steelers defense is really good. But at the same time, we saw what 250 passing yards. And four touchdowns. So we'll see what happens there. Upset alert. Chicago Saints. Minus eight and a half. I don't know if Fields is playing, but it's the Saints. That's it. That's my answer. Yeah. Are I they going to be on the team against the Colts? Is Montez Sweat going to play and go off? <laughs> we'll see <laughs> what happens knows? there. I want the Colts. Actually? I, I, don't think that was, I don't think that's big of a thing, though. It's not how it's like how according to this, Seahawks and Ravens are, Ravens are big time favorites of the Seahawks. I think that's a good one for you to pick. Yeah. I just want. I'm telling you what to pick. No, you're not. You're picking the Seahawks and the Ravens. <laughs> All right, you could explain that for me. But I'm same just picking reason. The Colts. Like Seahawks are a good team, yeah. and they're division leaders. I'm picking the Colts just because Bryce Young might throw for 350 passing yards, 400 potentially, maybe in 500. <laughs> we'll see what happens. But 
Jax Frank, is also Frank Reich. Reich. How'd you go in with a little bit of a storyline as well? Yeah. Does Frank, how, how much vengeance does Frank Reich want to really beat up on his old team that fired him yeah. for Jeff Saturday? I didn't go with that one because Homer. But they B, fired. They minus fired. eight and a half on the Saints and the Bears. It, f- it makes sense. Yeah. But we've seen what the Saints have been. They fired him for Jeff Saturday. That's hilarious. <laughs> That's so funny. He, he might hey, be first we, we might be right because he finally got a win. <laughs> yeah, this is his first Frank Reich win as yeah. well. But That's it? That's it. You have college football? Oh, yeah, college football. So we're approaching near the end, and the first official rankings have come up. Before, it used to be the AP rankings. So the selection committee sim- uh, uh, submitted a different order than most recent AP poll. There's a new number one. There's Yeah, I mean, well, this is actually the official number one. Well, now, yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> <laughs> the AP poll is in, like, Yeah, 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 okay, yeah. So Ohio State is number one. Yes. Michigan is number Sorry, Georgia is number two because they they. Uh, I'm reading the sentence. Okay. Yeah, yeah. They're both eight and zero. Michigan also eight and zero at number three. Florida State at number four. So the top four is the same. The only flip they're, from they're, the AP was the one and two. And they're all eight and zero. Uh, Georgia has steamrolled the opposition. I don't think they really had a competitive game with anyone. But uh, like, uh, like it reminds but me of the are year they all eight and zero. The top four are they all eight and zero? Yeah, that's what I'm trying. Uh, Ohio State had bigger wins. Makes sense. Notre Dame, Penn State. Ohio State is going to face Michigan at one point. We'll figure out what happens. Yeah, with that game. As well. Um, Obviously, we know who's there and who we want. Outside looking. Jr. could be a Heisman contender himself. Exactly. Uh, Outside looking in, Washington. They're also undefeated themselves. And Oregon is a sixth. They jumped up to sixth. Oregon. Who lost to Washington, but. Yeah. But Washington has a big game against USC. Somehow could have a puncher's choking. chance, but I doubt it. They're choking. They're, but they're that's not. a big that's a big college football game to watch Sunday at four thirty, which means Sunday. We're, sorry, Saturday at four thirty, which means we're missing the ending of the game. Yeah, because we have a freaking win win in and playoff do game. or die playoff game. Um, well, not, so yeah, not a outside game. looking in, Washington's at eight and zero. So I don't know who F- FSU is going to be playing still. I don't know if the winner of or the loser of Ohio State Michigan will drop because maybe they might not drop because they're literally playing each other. Um. And depends on what happens with UW because I won't be surprised if USC wins, but UW should be the favorite. Uh, outside looking in, Texas who got their first loss seven and one, Bama eight seven and one, Oklahoma got their first loss seven and one and nine, Ole Miss is at seven and one at ten. Um, a team a called Air Force is twenty fifth. Air Force, yeah. I'm guessing it's one of those like Navy and Army. Yeah, yeah. Air That's Force, they're eight and zero, oh, and they're twenty fifth. Disrespect. <laughs> Air Force. Air Force should be in the top four. <laughs> uh, Missouri. I don't know how good their school was. They're like in, on the top. They're twelfth. Uh, Oregon State. The LSU is in here, but then they're all two losses. Like Utah had a big loss. USC is twentieth. They're at yeah, seven and two. USC. There's no way. There's no way USC makes it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So that's the, the second edition of the rankings will be released November seventh. So it's gonna be weekly from now on. So that's because the, the college football playoffs are yeah. in a month and a half's time. Yeah. And this is the probably I think the last or the second last four team one. Yeah. I would have loved to see something like one and two get a buy and then just put the five and six involved instead of having all twelve teams involved. Yeah, yeah. Because uh, at the end of the day, twelve teams. Like if you're a seven one record, and you're not getting in. Like if you only got one loss. And you're not going to get in. You might not even get in for the sexy team. So that's why I don't mind the 12th team at all as well. Yeah, because if you're going to 12, the top 12, they all have one loss or no losses except Air Force. 
Yeah, <laughs> which was which was twenty fifth. And uh, Louisville would fall out. But Air Force out of USC. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, but, so that wraps up our part today. Yeah. So, as always, oh, except uh, expect uh, an NFL tier list midseason rankings soon as well. Maybe after the MLB one. Uh, but yeah, like we said, check out all the guest podcasts. We have some few lined up coming up. Trying to work behind the scenes here. We gave you a pretty good weekend last weekend. Pr- not promising you that this weekend, mm, but probably uh, not happening this weekend. But tier list should be out. Two tier lists should be out this month. Once again, we're close to two hundred. The month has passed, so can we get it mid mid month? We failed again. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. But no. Uh. Long pod is almost like an hour 40, 45, But a lot of news. All right. This is the big sports day. Uh, for us, World Series is officially ended. So, so no more, no more MLB. No more MLB until Otani goes somewhere. Exactly. Or any rumor that pops up. But once again, we appreciate you, everybody, for watching. Make sure you guys like, comment, subscribe, follow all our socials, download, and give it a five star rating. Um, yeah. So, uh, appreciate once again, and we'll catch you guys on the next one. Peace. Peace.